Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter, wearing my monster shirt from Kevin Randleman's uh, Wrestling Academy, which was awesome. Uh, once again, shout out to Kevin for making the UFC Hall of Fame. So happy about that. I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Marijuana is legal in California. Get it delivered right to you. Speedweed.com. They will take care of you. Speedweed.com. Uh, mention Roasted. You get $10 off, $100 or more. This guy, Gino, is an awesome human being. Uh, he takes care of fighters. Uh, he's good people. Also, uh, Shang is joining us. And then we got Phil Davis coming on, NCAA champion, uh, Bellator champion. I think the most underrated fighter in MMA. He's he's right there. I mean, the dude has wins over Glover Teixeira. Uh, he's got he's got huge win, win over Lyoto Machida. Right. I mean, a, a prime Machida. Um, he's got lots of wins. Uh, and his losses to Ryan Bader, I thought he beat Bader twice. That was a weird fight. So we're going to have him joining us. Uh, I also want to thank our new sponsor, Manscaped. Okay, Manscaped. Listen, people, support for MMA Roasted is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in MMA's below-the-belt grooming? They're the best, okay? They <laughs> engineering tools for your family jewels. They have over their technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. Okay, listen, I'm telling you, Women don't want you to have a, a giant Afro 70s bush down there, okay? They don't? And no. I mean, maybe maybe your women do, Shang. I could tell that you don't. No, no some, my women don't. Some freaky Erica Badu type women. <laughs> but most women now, they want you to be groomed, okay? Not totally shaved, but just, just groomed, okay? Um, and Manscaped's got you covered. Because sometimes you'll be shaving your nuts and you get nicked. And then women think you have herpes or some kind of a thing down there or some kind of weird sores or you have corona dick or whatever it is, okay? And uh, it's, it's not good. It's not good. Which is why right. Manscaped has redesigned their electric timmer, trimmer. The, the Manscaped engineering team, they spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. It's called the Lawnmower 3.0. I use it, okay? I'm telling you, my balls have never felt better, never felt cleaner. Uh, it's, it's waterproof. You can do it in the shower. That's when you want to do it. And millions of balls are now about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped Advanced Skin Safe Technology. How great is that, okay? And they got an LED light. So that shows you where you can go, where you go. Because you don't, you don't want to get nicked down there. Okay, you don't want to have little cuts. It, it's not good. And then it's, it's, and it's a lot of blood, too. It looks like it's, you're on your period. This is bad. It's just bad for everybody. Okay, okay, trim that wow. junk of yours. You get 20% off free shipping, plus free shipping, 20% off, plus free shipping. Use the code ROASTED20 at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. You get 20% off and free shipping with the code uh, ROASTED20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code ROASTED20. Your balls will thank you. Uh, how's it going, Shane? <laughs> That's just a great uh, advertisement for balls. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, man, I, I've been watching. I literally, last night, I watched about maybe four Bellator, and they're just they're, they're pretty good. I don't know. UFC got bigger hype, but, man, they had great fights. 
great fights. Well, Bellator's biggest problem is is the promotion. Is the actual promoting them because they'll have like three fights in a weekend. They won't tell anybody. They'll be in England or Israel. The the time's all screwed up. You don't know if you're supposed to watch the app or you're supposed to watch this. That. But the actual fights themselves and the fighters themselves are awesome. Like they they do a, they do a really good. Uh, you know, and it's a shame, but you know what? They'll get it together. You know, I mean, that's a good problem to have. You know, it's it's. I'd rather have that than a great promotion, but you see shitty fights, right? Yeah, so, that's true. That's true. But uh, and and the fact that you got um, Mister Mister Davis, Mister Wonderful, uh, yeah. that motherfucker is no joke. I was I, I text you. I mean, it's weird. Like it's it, to have a submission win, then a knockout, then a submission win, then a knockout, then a knockout by head kick. Then it's like. His, the resume of a uh, MMA fighter that you'd want—that's the resume you want. Like, did he just knock him unconscious? Did he just choke him the fuck out? It's like that's what you want, man. And uh, I, but I, I just think that he's not as—he's um, not pushed as much as I think he should be. Oh, one thousand percent. One—they—they they bury him on cards. Like, I'll watch. I'll go. Well, who's on this Bellator card? And then I'll be like, oh, some girl from Hooters is on, and. And this and that, and I'll be like, Bill Davis? Bill Davis is on what? Like, I'm like, this is what's going on here. Um, but let's before we get to Phil Davis, let's talk about some MMA news. All right, so there was a rumor, there's a fake Ariel Hawani person on Twitter who's actually oh pre- pretty funny. But he starts fights and then gets people interested in these fights, and then people are like actually talking about it. So he said uh, he announced that um Conor McGregor was gonna fight Usman July fourth weekend. So he what? puts that out, and everyone starts retweeting this, right? And then uh, to the point people were hitting me up. I'm like, dude, look, it's not the actual Ariel Hawani. But then Usman responds, saying that he's going to shag McGregor. He's going to leave him in his – he's, he's going to kill him, this and that. And that's a good fight. I, I'm, I'm like, you know what? You that's think actually, so? Yeah, because I don't know who wins. I think Usman's too big? Well, it's a 170 fight, right? McGregor just fought at 170. Yeah, um, but I mean, it's the difference. Um, Usman is is, you know, this is not this is not Nick Diaz. This is a whole different ballgame when it comes Nate to wrestling. Diaz. Nate Diaz. And Nate Diaz. I'm sorry. I'm the both of the two of them. I meant to say Nate Diaz, but I'm well, saying here, that, here's what I think it's a good fight, Chang. Is what I don't know who wins. When I when I, when I when I go back and forth like, on who wins is when I go because all right, yeah, yes, okay. I think Usman is better all around. And got, wrestling, his wrestling's no joke. His, wrest- his wrestling's better. Uh, maybe his grappling's probably better. But you have that McGregor factor that McGregor usually, when even I would even say in the Mayweather fight, when, when the spotlight's on him is when he shines. The only time he hasn't shined was when uh, the Khabib fight against probably the greatest MMA wrestler of all time and right. one of them. And, and, then, and, and then he did get, but he did get uh, tapped out. By Nate Diaz, right? But that and, was... And- that was a – he stretched him out, and then there was nothing he could do. But so, that was a short-notice fight. He was supposed to fight someone else that week. I think it was RDA. I think Nate fought that fight on, like, a week notice. So he didn't really – there wasn't, like, a huge buildup. You know, it wasn't like uh, – like, when he fought Aldo, and they had – Doesn't that give more props to Nate Diaz? Yeah, but I think that in some ways McGregor has this ability to get in people's heads. Like, when he fought Eddie Alvarez at Madison Square Garden. When right. he fought Nate, was starching, and I was wrong. When he fought Nate Diaz the second time, and they had that huge press conference tour. When he fought right. Aldo, I mean, say what you want about McGregor, the guy steps up when 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 like the lights are on him, right? But no, the only time I didn't, see, I think he didn't get in someone's head was Floyd Mayweather. 
but it was there was too much of a disparity. It was too much. He had too much of a learning curve. He's not going to all of a sudden beat the best boxer of no, all. No, I'm time. saying, but like even forget the the boxing side of it. That mental warfare. It seemed like it seemed like Floyd was like, okay, whatever. A but lot he was of also time. out of his element, though. Like he was like he was out of his element. No matter how good McGregor would have fought that day, he's not going to beat Mayweather in boxing. It's just, but Plus he did, they made a lot of money. They but made, he, did, he did as good as he could have done, though. I mean. He went, what, nine rounds with him, ten rounds with him. And he went first, nine rounds, but by the fourth round, he was, he was getting kind of But it was his first, It was his first boxing match ever. No, Again, it wasn't his first boxing match yes, ever. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. That was his first professional boxing match in that kind of form. He had, no, he had boxing matches before that. Okay, his first professional boxing match. Well, he shouldn't have. Well, I mean, they, everybody knows it was a money grab. I'm just saying – I, I've seen him get in people's head, and it just seemed like Floyd was like sitting there, like, okay, whatever. But no, you're right. You're right. He wasn't, but no matter what, okay. But and when it comes to mixed martial arts, which is what he is, he's a mixed martial artist. When it comes to like big stage events, the only person that really was able to beat him was Khabib. I mean, I'm not talking about the first the fight he had in Cage Warriors, the losses then, or or the, or the first Nate Diaz fight. And the first one he had a full camp, full press was Khabib. And Khabib arguably will go down as the greatest mixed martial artist of all time. And Connor was coming off like a, a nine week coke binge and look yeah. like. <laughs> well, no, I think that uh, I think that Justin will give him. All right, so let's break down though. But let's let's break down where he can beat um, Usman, right? Because if he lands the same punches he landed on, if, if Colby cut the same punches that Colby Covington landed on Usman. If McGregor lands him, Usman's going out. All right. Um, no sleeping. Yeah. So Usman's not going to fight that kind of a fight against him. He's going to fight how he did against Woodley, where he's going to get him against the cage, grind him, wear him down, beat him up. Uh, he's going to fight that fight, right? But it's an interesting fight. It's a, because you have that, that X factor. McGregor's a star. Uh, what, you, think, you think Usman all day? I think Usman all day because Usman, I think that McGregor has shown his wrestling. I mean, he could definitely defend takedowns, but his wrestling is not at the level of Usman. His wrestling is not at the level of a lot of people. And I think that if it stands, he could knock, he could knock Usman out. But I think Usman's going to be smart and not do that shit. That'd be dumb. You know, just yeah. like people who stand with a guy. Like, what the fuck would you stand with this dude? And he's knocking people's asshole through their fucking eye. Like, that's just, like I would like Cormier was like, why would I do that shit? I'll take him to the ground and I'll wrestle the motherfucker. And that's why I think that anybody that fights uh, Conor McGregor after saying how Habib just fucking mauled him, they'll go, oh, just fucking yeah, but everybody, yeah, but I mean, Chad Mendez was a uh, you know four time. Oh, sure noted. Uh, yeah, and he's also a one forty five pounder. Right, exactly. Uh, can't, can't Eddie, count Eddie, Alvarez, Eddie Alvarez is a good wrestler. Couldn't do shit against him. Oh, uh, you know, come on, man. I mean, McGregor. I'm not saying McGregor. McGregor's the truth. I it's the truth. But I just think that anytime there's a really high, like some either a grappler or a fucking really good wrestler, he's gonna have problems, especially going up one seventy or somebody that that's their natural weight. And you got to go up to that weight. I'm telling you. Didn't look, but he didn't look very fat. You see him at 170? He looked amazing. He looked, yeah, but still, you, you're not going to be as fast. You're just not. He's fast. Wean Dog, what do you think, Wean Dog? McGregor versus Usman at 170? Yep. 
All I know is anytime I've ever wanted McGregor to lose, he's always won. Same here. And I'm I'm kind of like I've become a McGregor fan over these past couple of years, you know. Really? Now after the yeah, after the Mayweather fight, I become a fan of his, even though it's like from the dollar through the window, all that crazy shit. So I'm gonna be rooting for him. So just because I'm rooting for him, I think McGregor can win that fight because I'm not rooting against him. But in reality, I think Usman wins. 99.5 out of 100 times against McGregor. I don't know. I mean, but the, U- Usman's been rocked before. Colby rocked him a couple times. Colby rocked him uh, three times. Uh, a, a lot of guys have rocked him before. They just haven't capitalized it. McGregor's mm-hmm. one of these guys. He sees blood. Oof. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, he's, he's a beast. He's, you're right. You're I also, right. You gotta, but I also want to see McGregor against uh, Ali Abdelaziz again. Oh, yeah. Because that's the, the manager. You know, the guy who he's – when he mentioned the guy's – kid that he wasn't taking care of that even happening and called him a terrorist and yada yada the fight that i would want to see is street jesus no i i I think that he would take it to him street jesus and i would say um mcgregor yeah that's a good fight too that's i mean that's although i mean the street jesus has lost a lot i mean we're talking you know it's it's well lately he's been looking like a fucking world beater Lately, he has. You're you're one thousand percent correct. Yeah, that, uh, that, is, that vacation he took or whatever, he came back more as a killer, and he also that going to the judges shit went out the window. He started <laughs> knocking motherfuckers out. He started. I mean, and he, you got to think about it. When you look at the history of the UFC or MMA, his clip is going to be the clip people are going to see I in know, that montage. That knock know. that knockout. That knockout was crazy. Fucking I know, flying I beat with 30 something seconds. That shit was. And then what he did afterwards was fucked up, but still, I thought it was fucked up. And and he people, kept people, people are going to say I'm wrong, but if Ben Askren would have not taken that two years off uh, after 1FC and went right to the UFC, uh, I still think he would have been champion. Like, he would have. You mean, really do? Yeah, yeah. He was just. I mean, he was undefeated. He was beating everybody. And it wasn't like he beat Diego Lima. He beat Jay Haran. I mean, that was, that was a close one. But he beat a lot of guys. Uh, I just Robbie Lawler. Robbie Lawler was still – people still questioning, even though I think that Robbie Lawler was out. That was a weird – that was a weird one. I was there. That was just – It was Yeah, but I'm saying – but Robbie Lawler was, was taking it to him and um, yeah. up to that point. So, I just think somebody – like – after you get starched, like he got starched. But that was got- after two years off. Ben took two years off. Like, that was – there was a time when Ben Askren – I mean, he got cut from Bellator because he was the champion and was boring and was beating everyone up wrestling. And Bellator just cut the, their champion. They just said, you know what? You're, you're boring. You're I, I still think – like, that – when does that ever starched, man. Come on. I, two years, I get it. But, you know, I've seen people come back – but he did two years with no striking. He did he, and then then he took his he, he left his camp. He 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 brought his camp to his house. He wasn't at Duke Rufus anymore. It was a different Ben Askren. The Ben Askren. I, I mean, this is all a what if, and people are gonna damn crazy. And there's no way of proving this. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about real fighting. Okay, Vanderlei Silva versus Mike Tyson. Uh, this real is, fighting. This is that this, is retarded. No, that's the supposedly bare knuckle boxing have has offered. Vanderlei Silva, $10 million to fight Mike Tyson. Vanderlei has accepted. Now that we're, everyone's waiting on Mike Tyson. 
Mike Tyson's 53 years old. This is retarded. Why are they doing this? What are you gonna punch him in his Kalaski bag? This is bullshit. But have you seen him though? Have you seen have you seen the way he's seen goes? the clips? I've seen the clips. I've seen the clips. He's jacked. I, I'm gonna have to pause one. It's the cable people. The cable people. Uh, is Phil Davis here. Phil, are you here? There you go. Phil Davis, put on your video. Hello? Uh, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Do you see uh uh Wayne Dog, explain to him how to put the video on. I think you have to leave the call and then rejoin, but make sure your video is turned on. I don't know. I've never called into a show. There should be an option maybe if you're on a smartphone. Yes. I I have no – yeah, I I thought this was audio. That's why I was like – when I saw – No, I want to see see your beautiful face, Phil. All right, so leave the call. Come back with a video. All right, cool. All right. I'll have it on. All right. This is uh, very, very. This is very professional. Do you think oh, Mike no, Tyson? No, no, it's not. It's just I'm. I'm I got, I do you think Mike Tyson would even do bare knuckle boxing, or do you think he'd actually want to do he's with, a, with yeah, like, the gloves on? For ten million dollars, like yeah, I think he would do that in a heartbeat. He's, Mike he's Tyson for ten million? I mean, first of all, the rounds are two minutes long. I think the shorter rounds, and uh, the the concern would be that. The concern would be that he, um, uh, that he, uh, sorry. The the concern would be that um, been there, done that. I get it. That he breaks his hand in the first minute of the fight, bare knuckle boxing. Because you know Tyson's gonna be just throwing bombs, and he might break his hand early. Like they'll have to tell him like, hey, you know, don't punch as hard as you can. Uh, yeah, that is not gonna happen. He's a savage. He, he's one of those. He's one of those guys. I think one Mike Tyson shouldn't do it. I saw Holyfield uh, training. He needs to just fucking lay down, and take some Metamucil. I just think <laughs> they both need to stop. And and Tyson still got money, so he, it's not the money. But who do you think wins? Um, Vanderlei. Really, over Mike Tyson and bare knuckle boxing? Oh, bare knuckle box. Oh shit. No, uh, Mike Tyson all day. Even the fifty-three-year-old Mike Tyson, at least from the footage I saw, if he hits you with one of those in your in your noggin, you're you're going your 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 brain basket is gone to sleep. I'm sorry, that motherfucker looks still like lethal as shit. And so no, you know when, that's hilarious watching you do this because I know Adam. I've, I've done I've done it twice. You yeah. change diapers. He knows. And now Cameron, my son, is like six-two. And grown and it's weird. I know. I'm. I'm actually gonna like take that part out though. I don't. I don't want people telling me that there's a naked baby and I'm like, uh, this is like baby pornography or some fucking weird shit. That's going <laughs> yeah. Like, why do? Why Why is he showing a naked baby? What's going on? <laughs> I don't need that thing. So you think Mike Tyson? I mean, Vanilla Silva though has been in the gym. Tyson's taken 15 years off. He hasn't really hit anything in a long time. No, uh, he's been training. He's been training, but not the same level. So you think that he knocks out Vanderlei Silva cold, bare knuckle boxing? The way he he he, the, at least the footage I saw, yes. he looked fucking seriously vicious. <laughs> like if he hit you with one of them. No, look at the footage. Everybody put in. If you go to Mike Tyson's Instagram, there's footage of him just hitting the pads. But it looks it doesn't look like it's, it looks like if he hits you in the body with one of those. Yeah. But that's, 15, but that's 15 seconds long, though. I mean, the, it's a it's a 30. But even speed wise, even the way Mike Tyson moves, Vanderlei is doesn't have that 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 savvy. That especially if it's just boxing, if it's just boxing, it's a wrap. Even though he's 53, 
We, uh, window, who, who do you think wins in bare knuckle boxing? Mike Tyson or Vandalay Silva? Um, well, are there steroids involved? Because that's a big factor in this. Oh, Tyson's definitely on something. You don't, at 53 years old, get to that. You don't move like that. Right, yeah. then Tyson's well, going to win. Vanderlei sure. uh, has hooves. What are you talking about? He's, he's a, you know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? He's also on steroids. They're both on steroids, so fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> Why don't they just do Mike Tyson versus um, Francis Ngannou? That'd be oh. sick. What? That's a real money fight. That no, well, I, well, well, they what? said Tito. Well, it was supposed to be yesterday. It was Tito Ortiz. It was Tito Ortiz versus Mike Tyson <laughs> in, in boxing. Now it's bare knuckle boxing. Vanderlei. It's like every day. It's a different. It's changing. It keeps changing. <laughs> All right. So this week uh, we got um, uh, what's his name is fighting uh, this week. Uh, Gilbert Burns Tyron versus Woodley Tyron Woodley versus Gilbert Burns. Ooh, I think Woodley's got this. I, I think Woodley's got this. I think Woodley's got a, a fire under his ass, and and and, and he's going to come out and murk this dude. Yeah, I think so, too. Gilbert Burns, though, is no joke. On the ground, if it was a grappling match, Gilbert Burns all day. But I think, you know, Tyron, that motherfucker can punch. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I think. And I think that, you know, Dan Hooker knocked out Gilbert Burns. And, it, you know, Ty, I mean, so I still think, and yeah. Tyron, Tyron, and Tyron's not bad. Like, he looked weird when he fought Usman. It didn't, yeah. He seemed like he was off. Totally. But, but I'm telling you, if, if from what it, the interviews I've seen, the way he's been training and the things going on in his head, I just think he's, he's, he's got it. That, that chip has gotten turned into a whole chocolate chip factory. That motherfucker <laughs> is, I think he's going to be like, I'm going to show you, and I think he's going to knock this dude. You know, put it this way, his soul's going to leave him. I, I really do think it. I, I'm excited for it. I can't wait. For the, the, so the next five weeks in a row, they're having M uh, UFC fights, which is also crazy yes. because there's a ban from Brazil right now. So the U.S. is not – yeah. So uh, there's like 30% of those fighters from, from Brazil next five weeks. What are they going to do? Uh, why is no one talking about this? Um, I don't know. Maybe a lot of them are already in America. Like Amanda Nunes is in America. Yeah, a lot of them moved to Florida. A lot of uh, Brazilian fighters are in Florida. Denver. Yeah, but a lot of them. But a lot of them aren't. A lot of them aren't. Right. Um, so uh, yeah, no, I was excited. Uh, Sean O'Malley is fighting Eddie Wineland coming up. UFC 250. That's a good fight. Sean O'Malley is always exciting. I mean, I, I, I'm a fan of his. So yes. Uh, also, uh, also uh, this week it's good. It's a good card this week actually. A lot of people are, are like sleeping on the card, but um, it's actually. Well, no, I think Tyron still, even though people, some people don't like his attitude or whatever, fuck, which I think is bullshit. I think he's right to ask for more money. I don't know why people give him shit about that. Now, what do you think of John Jones, though? John Jones saying that he's leaving for a couple of years because he's willing to fight in Ganu at heavyweight, but the UFC is not willing to give him more money. Now, what I said yesterday was anybody else, I'd say, you know, if you're a company man, like a guy like Tyron, like a guy like you know, Daniel Cormier or a Glover Teixeira or guys that have just, you know, always Frankie Edgar. But John Jones has been a problem for the UFC, whether it's been hitting a pregnant girl and leaving the scene of an accident, coming back, giving her drugs. Uh, uh, constantly testing positive, losing his belt. So I, I think that if it was another sport, he would have been asked to leave. Like in basketball or football, they might have just cut him. Uh, all the right. shit he's done. Boxing, they would have let him keep fighting. Phil, are, are you here? It's the image is there, but he's not there yet. Hold on, let me see. Phil Davis uh, asked to start video. All right, here we go. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, so that's the thing where I think his negotiating is a little bit off. It's not like he's like a, a guy like Bisbing, who they asked Bisbing to fight next week, he'll fill in. Or, you know, a guy like that. Whereas Jones is like literally breaking the whole country's on lockdown. He's going around shooting guns and drinking beer while, while driving. Like, and now he wants more money. And also, he barely beat Dominic Reyes. I mean, barely beat him. I think that was uh, it was it was it was on the fence for me. I thought Jones won, but it wasn't like they should they uh, should rematch. Yeah, right. So at the same time, if he's gonna fight Ngannou at a heavyweight, he should get more money for that. He should. Yeah, because of the brain damage, and also you got to give him you know lollipops to suck on because for a while here he's not gonna be able to eat. I personally think he's gonna get if he fights heavyweight this monster he's gonna have a problem i just feel like he got too much power at least from the last couple fights i've seen i know that john jones one of the best to ever do it or the goat i i I disagree with that completely i think that gsp to me is one of the best to me like he would be more in the conversation than john jones i think fedor is there are you serious really fedor beating prime mark coleman uh, beating Krokop, uh, the list of guys that he just ran through. I mean, right. the problem with like the goat, right? Here's the here's the problem with the goat because, like, it's 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 it's, it's not only like how it's like is you go by career wise, or do you go by a five year span, right? Because if we're gonna go by like if, if we're gonna go by like a five year span, right? Right. Then it's like okay, then we then we, put, then we put Fedor there, right? Then you put like GSP there. Then you put Anderson Silva during his reign. But Anderson Silva had six losses before that reign. So you go if you go all time, then you go right now you go Khabib because he's never lost. So it's no, weird. no, 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 no. I mean, so far you got to go during your reign, and and I would say, okay, people always debate with me about this. I don't give a fuck. GSP to me is one of the best. Period. Yes. I would absolutely. Anderson Silva, when he was top of his game, was murking motherfuckers. The the Rich Franklin fight was bananas. Like it was bananas to me. So I say him for sure. There's a lot of people that they sleep on, but I Mighty Mouse. Yeah, uh, Phil Davis. Mouse. Phil Davis, who's your greatest of all time? Hey, what's up, Phil? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Greatest uh, of all time? Yes. Or in this conversation. Other than you, because you've been murking motherfuckers. Yeah, right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, man, I, you know, I, I love Chuck Liddell. Chuck Liddell, man, what? when he was on top, he was really on top. Um, let me see who else. I can't, I can't deny Demetrius Johnson. He, man, how many title defenses has he had? Uh, too many. Thirteen. Was it thirteen? Like yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Stupid. And he, and he was doing amazing shit. How, you, you, yeah, how you jump yeah. up to an arm bar in midair. Like, who the fuck does that? Yeah. So, that, that, I just think that Mighty Mouse would be. I mean, do you put John Jones in there? You have to, right? No. No. Is that because the steroids take away, like, after post USADA yes. John Jones versus pre USADA John Jones? <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, so you got to go clean, you gotta, right? And then, but the, wouldn't you put Khabib in there? I mean, he's never lost; he's beating everybody. Uh, I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, he I, honestly, I love Khabib. 
Uh, I'm, I'm in his corner every time he fights. Uh, I don't think, I mean, to put him in there with Mighty Mouse, GSP, uh, you know, even in, in the conversation with John Jones, I mean, he. I mean, he's great. He just hasn't had that, as many title defenses. He's on his way. He's on he his way. You also have like quality of opposition, right? Because he hasn't fought the guys GSP fought, right. John Jones fought. But I, I mean, I, I, if he were to retire right now, I would say, you know, okay, I'll put him in that conversation because I mean, right now he he can't fight, right. you know, everybody. He just can't. So I, I'm not going to fault him for that. But um, he's had some injuries. He's been out. He's beating everybody he's got his hands on. And so, like I said, if he were to retire right now, which I hope he does not, but uh, then, then he would be up for that talk. But as of right now, as he's still currently fighting, I'd say he's on his way. He's not there yet. Really? Fedor? What about Fedor? Uh, Fedor's definitely, definitely, definitely. Definitely oh, wow. up there. You really? Yeah. I mean, look at the guys he's beat. Fe- ben Fedor's beat. I mean, he pretty much everybody. Yeah, yeah. But the problem is, once they lose, then they lose a lot, and you forget how good they were when they won. That's right, the, right. That's the problem is that you, you like you're remembering Fedor versus you know Bigfoot Silva, but okay, you know, okay, that might be it. The, the strike, but even Anderson it. Silva when he fought uh, Stylebender, even though he lost the fight, it was a good fight. That was a weird fight. That it was, was a weird fight. It was a lot of. It was interesting. It was interesting, for sure. It's like a sparring match, I thought, kind of. Um, now, Phil Davis, how are you doing? What's going on with you? Yeah, yeah fuck them. Let's oh, talk. man. I'm doing all right. I'm laying low and uh, doing the best I can. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're in interesting times right now. we <laughs> got all sorts of craziness going on, man. Are you, uh, but, are you training? Uh, I'm training. Right now, I'm training once a day, kind of uh, going in the gym, doing bag. Uh, and doing mitts, um, pretty much an empty gym, just me and my coach. And then in the evenings, I'm doing cardio, getting some some mean runs in, and, and that's really it. Um, it's just a little. I I have no fight booked yet. I have no date yet. And uh, the risk versus reward is just. It's not. It doesn't seem. It doesn't seem reasonable right now. No, to uh, to mix it up further than that. No, I think you're the most underrated fighter in MMA. Honestly, we were talking about you, yeah. Because look at the guys you. I mean, first of all, look how good Glover Teixeira looked, and mm. and you beat Glover pretty easily. Uh, were you surprised how <laughs> Glover looked against Anthony Smith? By the way. Yeah, you know he had kind of a slow start, but once he got going, man, he got going. He right. got going. Went to town, man. I, you know, I. Uh, I'm a fan of the sport, so I celebrate these guys, uh, both Anthony Smith and, and Glover Teixeira. Um, so I, I was really glad. I mean, they, they both had a great performance. Obviously, uh, Anthony Smith, he's just – he's still coming up. And, if you know, he's he's still got a lot to learn. You know, sometimes you, you can get to these big fights and you feel like you've arrived, but he he's still coming up. He's hey, still coming up. He's a winner, right? Do you stop the fight? Uh, probably. Yes. Uh, now, Dominic Cruz, your boy, your, your best friend, you guys are like, uh, like if they, they were going to remake a, a movie from the 80s where like there's like <laughs> the, 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 the cop, like, like the, this, yeah. the miserable cop versus lethal like, weapon. like lethal weapon, you know, I would exactly. say you guys would be great. Um, was that fight? Except he's Danny. He's Danny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 
But that's because you hate Jews. Exactly. But, but now, um, now, as, now, do you um, do you think that fight was stopped too early? Um, so early. Now, granted, like you said, I'm biased. I would say definitely an early stoppage. But did I think it was fair? Yes. Did I think it was safe? Yes. If he, you know, that call, I don't have a problem with it. You know, I, I don't have a. There's there's times where really? I'm like, Man, huh? I, I well, I, well I, here's the thing. Like I said, I'm biased. Number one, right. and number two, I did think it was early. I did think it was early. Hey, but he, okay. Out, like, what are you doing? I will go. We can go. We can go through the history of early stoppages. Right. It, 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 like when you got guys like Cain Velasquez versus uh, Junior Dos Santos. Oh God. Yeah. Ref by the best ref there is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that you know. Like I'm like yo, how, how like I I was I remember I was watching the fight, and I was tweeting the whole time. I was like yo, you gotta stop. Somebody's gotta stop this fight. Right. Somebody right. seriously gotta stop this fight. This is not good. Those like, are heavyweights too. Ju- these are heavyweights. Yeah. Like you, a, a grown man is not supposed to take that many hits from another grown man. Right. Like if I was taking that many hits from like a three year old, you somebody got to do something Don't to that three year old. What Dominic like, also was also upset about was he was a foot and a half taller than Cejudo. And he's like, you got some little kid fucking hitting me and you're stopping. Like, <laughs> like, 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 like in his head, don't you think he was like, yeah. like, cause he, when he got up, you saw how much taller he was in Cejudo. And that's yeah. why yeah. him was like, what are you fucking kidding me? This is like my little brother giving me a noogie, you know, like. Because he stood up, he put his yep. hand out, he was coherent. He looked at him like, what are you doing? Yeah. And, and, yeah. He, and when he got against the gate and it was a couple times, I was like, no, don't get me wrong. Cejudo was putting in work, but it wasn't yeah. like. It wasn't like he was wobbling all over the place or some shit. I, I, you know what? I'm one of those people, when you're watching it, I jump off the couch like, what the fuck? It was, it was a good was, knee, though. That knee was good, though. It was a good it was, knee. Okay. It, was, it, was, it, it was good, and it was nice and square. Like, he, it, connect, it didn't, like, graze him. It connected. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you really kind of got a factor. You cannot separate those two. Like, yeah, he got hit with some fast rabbit punches that probably didn't hurt him. But that knee definitely, that definitely stuck him. And it, you know, I, I really err on the side of caution. Like, if, you know, you know, him being my friend, do I wanna, do I wanna see him take more, more punishment? No, absolutely not. So if the ref stops it, I'm, I'm fine with it. But at the same time, I'm like, they're compared to other fights. Yeah. That was super early. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. <laughs> but but definitely not into the, you know, ne- like he was trying to screw me over range. Like I just thought it was like but he said your he call. Smelled like, he smelled like cigarettes and alcohol and pussy. Yeah, did you smell, yeah. Did you smell the cigarettes? He, he didn't say pussy. Uh, but did you, did you, smell that? Did you just thought those three go together like that. <laughs> it didn't sound like it's a clue. Chang, <laughs> very funny comic. Chang, I don't know. If oh God, he's, he's comic view. And he was on, you know, everything back in the day, and still. Um, so that's, by the way, uh, one of the funniest dudes. Now, now, Phil, were you in the octagon when he fought him? No, no, no. I was at home. Oh, so you couldn't smell the cigarettes? You couldn't validate that? <laughs> I can't. I can't validate any of those claims. You know, I, I, I mean, I know. Okay, I'm I, I mean, I know that ref. He he just kind of, he seems like you know he's. I don't know. Yeah. Well. Mm. 
Okay. But this- you know, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Um, you just gotta like it, 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 give it more time. Dominic's gonna look back and be like, "All right, you know, like." Yeah, I might. I might have went. He may never apologize. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Dominic Cruz. He may never apologize, but he may say, hmm. "It was a good knee. He got me." I, I, maybe I went a little hard on him. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I went a little hard. I I don't know. I don't know about that. You don't think so? No. I mean, uh, yeah. I've seen people when they when they stop it, where I go, "Please stop it," but and where somebody's getting wobbled, or you see, yeah. literally see their eyes rolling up in their head. He was right. coherent as fuck. And Absolutely. To me, and to me, it's like, not that I want the fighter to be hurt. I'm saying right. some people really do have that mentality. Okay, if I'm going to go out, I'm going out on my shield. Right. Well, I, I, I mean, I heard, what do, you, what do you need, baby? You up here? You want to watch? You want to listen? Okay, <laughs> you can listen. Uh, you know, I heard Dominic say, you know, I talked to the ref in the back. I told him, don't stop the fight till I'm knocked out, which... I would say too. However, it's it's absolutely not up to me or him <laughs> when the fight is over. When the fight's um, over, right, right. It's it's just not. That guy has one job, just one, and it's keep the fighter safe. That's right. it. Right. That's it. As, and he's trying to, you know, do the best he can to to keep the fighter safe. You know, his job is not like, okay, this guy asked me to let him go until he's knocked out, so I'm going to give him more time. You, No, nah, that is actually biased. <laughs> okay, right. You, right. you have to keep a, a firm, I'm going to keep everybody safe at this level. You know, if I feel like this is endangering anybody, I'll stop it. I'll call it. You know, I'll step in. So, I, I, again, like, I really do. It, it, I, here's the thing. I really wish the fight could have gone on. It, I feel like it should have gone on, right. but I do not have a problem with it being called early. Like I, I can't like, it, it, it's one of those things like, uh, you know, ground rule double. Well, you know, you really should have got a triple, you know, <laughs> you really should have, but, but you know what I mean? It's the game. I got to give you a double, you okay. know? No, let's talk about you because. I, okay, I wanted to ask him a question, but got Adam, go ahead. There's a couple, so three questions a, about three fights of yours. All right, so Phil, you're a good looking guy. You're all American wrestler, national champion. You're smart. You've got your, you're, you're loyal to your wife. You're a family guy. You've you beaten everybody. You got a fucking 10 pack. And Bellator is burying you on like an Israel card at three in the afternoon on Tuesday. Okay. But, <laughs> Uh, what's going you, you I think you should be the poster boy of Bellator like I think that you, you will stand up against anybody in the world uh and I, I think you could be the best fighter in the world at, at your weight class well, yeah. who did you pick who do you, what happened did you sleep with someone's wife in college or something what, what talk <laughs> what, what's going on uh I don't I don't think so <laughs> I, don't, I can I don't remember can either yeah <laughs> <laughs> either confirm nor deny that but uh uh no you know what honestly bellator has been they've been they've been honestly really really great about getting me uh top fights and, and great guys to fight and um uh me, right now we're they're really building up the the light heavyweight division um what they're trying to do right now I, eventually they want to build it up and have another uh, light heavyweight tournament right so in the meantime, they're just keeping me as busy as possible. 
Um, I'm taking on as uh, Neil Melanson. You know Neil. He's a Vegas yeah. guy. He says, uh, you know, taking on all comers and coming on all takers. How do you feel though, like, as far as you in the gym? Do you feel as good as you did five years ago? Do you feel like you lost a step? How do you, how do you, how do you, how, do you, how do you feel? I, you know, it's crazy. Uh, so I'm like a, a late bloomer. I, I feel like I'm late to get my grown man strength. Like, <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like, uh, I honestly, I've had two uh, injuries pretty much my entire career. Um, and they're just been the best injuries. If you want to have an injury, you want to have a, a PCL tear. It's um, non-invasive. There's no surgery. You just do rehab. And uh, and that's it. And you sit sit out for six to nine months. And so, um, you know, I've just been really blessed. And now uh, I just feel like I'm just full of like knowledge, um, right? Just in this game, and I, I just feel like I'm just my body is just healthy. Like, man, if you look at any of my teammates from high school, college, yeah, they're, all, they're all retired. And, and now I'm like, yo, I've never. I've never had a I never had a surgery. I've never broken a bone. I've had like three black eyes. One of them, two of them from wrestling. Like, do you uh, know? Like, aren't those just your eyes? What's that? Aren't those just your eyes? Regular. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. A black eye. Okay. That's good. All right. That's good. Yeah, Adam. Yeah, got it. Black. Hey, can we get him a job? Maybe he could be a comedian or something. <laughs> okay, I got, I got three questions real, real quick. There was, I, I looked at your fights. I looked at and I thought what your best fights were. And I'm going to ask you if you think these were your best fights. Okay, now uh, Francis Carmont. I thought that that – okay, you hit him with a left that came from – it was one of those Avengers. <laughs> no, it looked like the Avengers. <laughs> but you, you, you threw it like this, and then it was it came, and I was like, oh, that's some Avengers shit. Okay. <laughs> no, you really, you, you marked him. Yeah, no, it, it, was it came stuff. all the way from Cleveland, for sure. That was a, yeah, that was a, that was a beast. <laughs> but, and that's when you got the belt. Okay, that was, that's three years ago. Um, uh, Linton, okay, that knockout in Bellator 200. Yep. That one, that one was, but that one was more like, uh, a, a highlight reel to me. Like, right. Two years ago yesterday. Oh, wow. Damn. See, you, uh, weren't, even, you weren't even trying to do that. Damn. Damn. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then, okay, now this is the one I was going to ask you about. Because I wrote a note because I was watching your fights and I was watching all of them thinking, okay, was this your toughest fight, Liam? Was Liam your toughest fight? Um, no. Anthony Johnson is probably the toughest fight, right? No, I mean, he looked like you guys. Well, in Bellator? Or we're saying in Bellator? Bellator. Bellator. I would say. Like you, you, you beat him, absolutely. You, you beat the brakes off him. But he, that, that looked tough to me. I was like, is, and I want to ask you, was that a fight where you're like, God damn, this dude is not going, he's not going away. No, he, he definitely, <laughs> definitely would not go away. So I fought him twice. The, the first time I went five rounds. And uh, and took the light heavyweight title from him. The second time, I finished him in the third or the second, yeah. third, okay. third. But you leg kicked uh, to death. Your your leg kicks were yeah. your, your marketing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Definitely. Uh, strategically, that was one of my favorite fights. That was one of those. You know, um, we put a plan together, and um, I just stuck to it. And it, it's it's beautiful when like. 
you work on something in training and the read is completely correct. Everything falls in place. You say he's going to step left and he steps left. You know what I'm saying? Like everything fell in place. So I'll give you a little background. In the first fight, uh, we start fighting. And in the first round, I, I catch him with a, a hook. I was really trying to press him up against the fence and just kind of dirty box him, tire him out, right? Uh, he's a high-level black belt. So I didn't really want to get to the ground with him. I mean, I, I think I'm good on the ground. I just didn't want – I knew he would be comfortable there. So when you know someone's comfortable, you just don't it's give them what they like want. Like that whole Tito Ortiz thing. He had some weird submissions that, like, come out Right, yeah. right. And, uh, and, of course, we watched that fight, and he did an inverted triangle out of side control. So whenever I ended up on top, I did knee on belly. Now, he could never have side control the way he wanted to to set up his, uh, his triangle. So, so check this out. So I catch him with this hook. And he grabs me to, to try to, like, you know, stop the punches. I'm like, oh, no. You don't, nobody, nobody grabs me in, like, a bear hug. So I take him down, and I pass his guard. I'm knee on belly just like we practiced so I wouldn't get inverted triangle. And I just start punching him. And then that round was over, and I was like, hmm, that was kind of – that seemed a little bit easier than it should have been. Maybe we should go back. Right. So I did it again. I took him down and went straight back to knee on belly, and I did it for five rounds. Right. That was I the get whole so annoyed fight. though when your fight. So I get upset when you when you headhunt. Uh, uh, right. Does, does does your coach get mad at you too? Is he like, what? Why are we not wrestling? No. No. You're an so NCAA I'll, champion. You're the you were the exactly. Best. Exactly. And that's exactly why everyone expects it. Right. Yeah. Uh, so so you the, go the opposite. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, exactly. And so the second fight, so he asked, he asked for a rematch. And, uh, and so we, we rematched in LA, uh, last year. And, um, it, it, I remember in the press conference after the first fight, he's like, you know, Phil did what he did. You know, he, he did, he Phil does what he always does. He just lays on me, really kind of made it lackluster. I'm like, you're, you're a high level black belt. You couldn't get out of knee on belly. Mm-hmm. We should talk about that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I like, honestly, like I, that's just not who I am is like kicking a man when he's down. He's having a terrible night. He just got manhandled, lost the title. That's a, that's a rough night. I don't even, I didn't even want to, I didn't, even, he was, man, he was so fragile. I was just like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not even about, you know, stomping a man when he's down. But second fight, I was like, okay, in his head, he thought he lost that fight because I wrestled him and I didn't. I simply took advantage of the situation that was there. I didn't even come in trying to wrestle. Right. So the second fight, I, uh, my whole my whole strategy was to leg kick him, and he he plants really hard on his lead leg. It was just to kick his lead leg, and then um, really just work him standing up, because when a guy gets taken down as many times as he did, he does an eight week camp. With every wrestler within 30 yeah. miles. Good point. These are okay? good points. These are good points. You're making good points. Hold on. It gets better, right? So he, fight, he fights King Mo. He stops a couple takedowns. He feels great about his wrestling. He's like, I can take on field now. He gets his great camp going. He brings in his wrestling coach. He has, you know, everybody he can get, you know? And then all of that, all of that, you did your whole camp based upon Phil trying to take you down. And the moment never comes 
Can you imagine how uh, empty that must feel? <laughs> how you've been training for this moment, but the moment never came. The opportunity to show what you've been doing never came. You're playing good mind games. You can put good mind oh, games. Oh, this this shit is all mind games. But that, That's but all that, I okay, fine. But that one fight you should have taken down. The, the 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 fight you lost. Okay, the all right. Guy. I should have taken him down. That Sambo guy. <laughs> right. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, Nimkov, Nimkov, Nimkov. But you still, he didn't check one kick. Like mm -mm. that, like you lit. You were lighting up. It was like. I was sitting there going, is he going to check any of these kicks? He didn't check. No. He, kept, he kept leaning in. He put his weight on it. And I literally looked at it and said, you know he's about to light you up again on your leg. And then he, he lit him up again and again and again. And I thought, he's not going to be able to stand. I'm telling you. And I was, no. my, son, my son was like, this, is, this dude's going to be crippled. Like, we were watching it. <laughs> I really thought, this dude's going to have to get a new leg. That was yeah. great. Yeah, but, but I was like, why isn't he checking? Like, by the third time, I thought, he's got to catch on. I know. It's so flex mm -hmm. fucking, like, I mean, how do you get your body without taking steroids? How does that happen? What do you do? Bro, so my dad was a state champion hurdler. Uh, um, that's oh, a big okay. part of it. You got to have a dad who's a state champion hurdler. Uh, <laughs> that genetics yeah. is not bad to have. Yes, yeah. well, and I read you also played, you were varsity tennis. Yeah. You were a tennis player? Yeah, and cross country. And cross country. Wow. That's crazy. I, I mean, I, I, when I think of you, I don't think tennis. Uh, mm -hmm. like, uh, I'll tell you what, though. If I applied myself, I could have been decent at tennis. Cross country, it was never going to be in the cars for me. I mean, right. not even close. I only ran it for wrestling just to be lean and, and, and be in shape. But uh, tennis, ooh, we could have done something there. But when you say it could have been decent, like you could have been like a pro ranked top 10, like that. Ah, well, here's the deal. <laughs> I, I will never say I could have been professional. I just feel like if someone said that to me about fighting, I'd be like, mm, that's cute. Yeah, but you, yeah. Actually um, did right, but you actually did it. But, but um, I, I was number one on my team and I was awful. I would have, I would have been a good number 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 two number three but um i um so i really only we tennis was like our family sport so like we would go out on the weekends my dad my brothers we played doubles and um it was just fun you know right um where other people would play basketball like just you know pickup game we would play tennis like, like the williams brothers the williams brothers Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. The Williams brothers. Yeah. So that was what we did. And, um, you know, we had a, like a, at one point we had like a clay court membership. We used to, you know, it was, you know, we, I got into it. I got, you know, tennis, it, you can get, you can get deep in that game real fast. That's awesome, man. Mm -hmm. I know. I, 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 that's really, really cool. Um, now, were you surprised? Cause you, I thought you beat Bader twice. I don't understand. Like I, I had you winning. When he knocked out uh, Fedor and when he beat the shit out mm -hmm. of Matt Trione, were you surprised at all? Um, you know, I'm, the move up to heavyweight is real. Like, you never know how guys want to do. Um, so, I mean, yeah, definitely surprised. Um, especially knockout. I didn't, I mean, he knocked out like three guys. A King Mo, he knocked out King Mo, then he King knocked Mo. out, uh, who else? Fedor. Yeah, not that. Is there another guy? Maybe. maybe. But yeah. yeah. 
but what's crazy, I'm like, man, like, I'm, I'm like, dude, like, he knocked three guys out in 30 seconds. And I'm like, with the same punch. But with never, the but same. He never, but he never even rocked you. Right. No. Yeah, you weren't even faded at all. No. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, styles make fights, man. And it, it's crazy because, you know, I, there was just never that opportunity. It's not even like I dodged the punch. It was never there. Like, yeah. he didn't come at me like that. The fight, right. just, the fight, the whole fight just evolved differently with he and I in there. Like, it's The only guy that ever rocked you was Anthony Johnson, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. That was a damn At least that I remember. A heavy hitter. He's a heavy, he's a heavy I mean, hitter. Was that one of those things where you were like, I could take a punch, no one could hurt me, and then you're like, whoa, like, where am I? <laughs> Honestly, I remember I remember it very, very vividly. I never like, you know, uh, I was trying to like fake a takedown and he hit me. I was still trying to punch him and he hit me with an uppercut, right? Bam, caught me clean. And he hit me in the eyebrow and it started to bleed. Or he either hit me right, either right below the eye or right above the eye. Anyway, it started to bleed. I think it was right above and he started to bleed into my eye. And, um, before the blood got to my eye, there were like three Anthony Johnsons in front of me. So I don't know how scary you think Anthony Johnson is, <laughs> but three of them is not good. Okay, <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> wow! It just just imagine being stuck in a dark alley with three Anthony Johnsons trying to fight you. It's were just you like, not hit good. The one in the, was it like Rocky? Like hit the one in the middle? You hit the, did you hit the one in the middle? Yeah, of course you always try to. So another thing, here's the other thing that happened, right? So shortly after, <laughs> shortly after that moment, I'm like, okay, there's three of them. At cool, you cool, you're good, you're good. Keep your face together, right? So I'm like, mm-hmm, all right, yeah, I mean, that's good. Yeah, yeah, whatever, right? Then the blood comes down and it's like, I just remember it was this eye was just like red, 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 red. Like it was just like a uh, like a like a movie. Like the the screen just got wow, just covered in blood. Right? Oh my god! And I've never in my life, never in my life had like blood in my eye or seen anything like that. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, the, the voice in your head going, "Shoot a single leg! Shoot a single leg! Shoot a single leg!" Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I was trying to grab a hold of him, like. Bad, but of course he knew that he's he's veteran. He got some tricks. He kn- he knows that takedown is coming. Right. It was it was it was well underway as soon as he hit me. Right. <clears throat> so, at that point, right, real thought went through my head. Um, I'm in like uh, a 300 level Kinesis class at Penn State, and they're explaining hand-eye coordination. Right. You need two eyes in order to have depth perception, right? And that never, re- like, I get it, I can say it, I can read it out of the book, I'll write it down for my test. It never really makes sense. If I close my eye, I still know where the phone is, I can still touch my nose, you know what I mean? Like, I still have that. In that moment, I, it all makes sense, because I'm moving, he's moving, he's throwing hammers at me. And what's crazy is, it, and this is how I knew I was like, I was messed up, because he could hit me, but I couldn't hit him. He was just, he well, kept coming up short. College classes right now. No offense, but like, he hit you back to college. Bro, he hit me back to college. <laughs> <laughs> he took me to school. 
Why do I have this He literally took on? me to school. I have this backpack on, and I'm running up the steps. What the? <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, some of the fights I've seen you have, you've done the same shit. One, your, your high kick, it seems like it always sneaks over their guard. It mm-hmm. always does. Like, it seems like they come in, and as soon as they go to put it up, you go, nah, I'm going to take it about an inch a little higher. Wham! <laughs> so you, you've slept people with, like, with, that's why I was telling Adam, your resume is like, it's a submission, uh, head kick, knockout, submission. It's like, if you were looked at an MMA resume, you go, that's the resume I would want. And he's also making up fucking submissions. Like, his Tim Bosch, like, yeah. he learned it, like, that morning. Uh, his, like, so, so funny story. I actually learned that um, I was warming up with Lloyd Irvin. And um, I took this fight on seven days' notice against Rodney Wallace, right? I think that was my third fight in. Seven days' notice. The fight was in Oakland. I was at San Jose training with, uh, at the time. And uh, I was just like, I mean, I'm in shape. I mean, I, I could fight. And uh, the, the deciding factor was I'm, I'm, I'm 2-0 in the UFC. This guy had two fight of the night performances, but he's 0-2 in the UFC. Now, the way that the contracts are structured, for the same money, later on, I'm going to fight a guy who is definitely not going to be 0-2. So why wouldn't I fight the 0-2 guy on seven-day notice? Like, no, 0-2 every day. Like, <laughs> you've always been like i remember when i remember you came to my comedy show by the way i have a lot a whole bunch of new jokes now so but i remember you came to like right. uh, you came to a bunch of my shows and uh there was one time you were you just signed with bellator and you're like i'm getting like five times the money to fight the, like similar guys why wouldn't i do it like there was no yeah there's no ego involved like some people are like well, yeah. what about you're like fuck it like i got a family I want to have how many kids? You have three now, two kids, two kids, two kids. You got a family. You got a house in San Diego. You probably own the house, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you got you got you got cars. Yep. You probably own your car. Like, why would you not do that? Like, what do you need to? I mean, take go with the money. Go with the money. Right. Well, and you also you still got you won the tournaments. Like you won tournaments that other people have tried three and four times and you came and you ran through them. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the fact because it, like, even when uh, big John was interviewing you, it was like, wow, you just, you, you submit one guy and then you knock another guy out. It's an easy night for you. And he was talking to you. I was going, yeah, if you think about it, it kind of was, it wasn't, it didn't seem like it was like, Oh, that was such a test. You kind of ran through it. What well, you, you know, it's, it's uh, the hardest part about that night was when you when you get done fighting, especially if you get a finish, the you know, the second you, you know, the ref steps in, you're like, whew. Like, <laughs> really? You, you know, you just, I mean, the, the feeling of sitting back in your chair, like, you know, whew, all right, I'm done. <laughs> you know, like, it's a, it's a long buildup to get to a fight, you know, just to get there to the, to the cage. And then when it's over, Ah, deep breath. We're we're good, you know. But to have to like silence that feeling, and because I I was very intentional about never allowing myself to indulge in in that first win, 
and uh you know i beat uh what's his name uh uh emmanuel newton uh i submitted him come here come here teddy well that's all come sit in my lap that's probably a wrestling thing also this this guy's going to be a wrestling champ right here no uh there look at him he's already a two champ look at you why you look good thing you look like your mom (laughs) 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 so no i just think that when i watched the fight and when i watched the fights it just seemed like uh, tournaments i would imagine you can't step off the gas does that make sense I'm no like not at all oh i got that one that's good but this next guy i gotta really you know this is when i got yeah. but you did though no you did it's just that i would imagine tournaments other than physically and taxing on mm-hmm. you that mindset would be like wow i gotta reset for this next guy and usually it's time between the reset for the next guy but mm-hmm. you don't get yeah they the commission was uh, adamant on only giving us one hour exactly in between fights. So right around. Did you see what happened just now? He, uh, he uh, gassed out. <laughs> Phil, are you still here? Hello? A lost connection, no big deal. Yeah, he's a good dude. Isn't he the best? Oh, yeah. He's just, he said there was three of them. <laughs> So imagine three of them in an alley. That's hilarious. No, I, I really so – I'm like what you had said on the uh, when I had texted you, he is so underrated. and, and But he's he just has such a cool attitude about it. Yeah, he's getting paid. He, he, he like does what he loves. He's got great family, cute kids. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I guess – I think living in San Diego helps because he grew up in, in, like, Pennsylvania. I think San Diego's a lot happier than Pennsylvania. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a yeah, Pennsylvania. I, mm, I, I was gonna say, if I had to live one place where there was no like, if I'd done doing comedy, I could live one place in America, I think it'd be San Diego. Really? It's warm. Hawaii. Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, Hawaii. Alaska. Really? Uh, you would say Alaska. Hell yeah, I'm going out there with the, my log cabin, hunt some grizzly bears, eat some maple syrup. It's Hell like yeah, dude. men for every woman there. Yeah, and and you ripped the skin off your penis from masturbating in your cabin. Somewhere. I've already ripped the skin off my penis with this quarantine, dude. Trust oh, me. Oh, yeah, my bad. Yeah, not, <laughs> like I've already done that. What's next? No, I, I I'd say for sure San Diego's beautiful, but Hawaii, man. I went and did some shows there, and I was like, when I retire, I'm moving here. Yeah, totally. It's 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 one of those places you go. This is like a movie set. It's amazing. I've done. Like three shows there. Nassau is beautiful too. I've done shows there too. So, I mean, but like to me, when just talking to Phil, he he seems like he really, and him and his team really like digest how, okay, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this. And some like where other fighters just, um, Diego Santos just goes, I'm gonna go out and fight, just throw, my, I'm gonna throw hands. There's not a lot of strategies, just like, ah, I'm bloody. My eyebrow's hanging off my ass, but well, he don't care. Now he has that new trainer who, uh, you heard about that guy who's training him. No. Oh, this is, he's this trainer that is his only trainer, only guy in the corner, and he has this thing called School of Self-Awareness. I don't think he's ever gotten into a fight before. His whole goal is for Diego not, not to get beat up. He says that he, his practices are insane. He has a YouTube channel where you can watch him beat up three guys at once, but... It doesn't seem like these guys are really trying. It's just, it's unbelievable. 
you, you want to be, by the way, speaking of which, Mike Perry says for his next fight, he's only going to have his girlfriend in his corner. Probably uh, a smart move. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, definitely. We all, we all know how successful fighters with girlfriends in the corners are. Has that ever happened? I think Jose- Sam Alvey's girlfriend or his wife is always in his corner. Yeah, but he also has like Team Quest in his corner, and like you it's know. not like he. Yeah, it's not like he doesn't have a top team. Um, I remember Jose Canseco when he fought Hong Mong Choi, came in with like a baseball bat, wearing tights, and he had his girlfriend in his corner. I think he like broke his ankle within well, thirty Gary's seconds. Gary's kind of a nut. I like him, but he's kind of a nut though. I kind mean, of a nut? did you say no? You don't know say. <laughs> You say kind of? No, I honestly, I've, I've watched his interviews, and sometimes I think, oh, he's just, you know, he's hood. But then he'll go really left and go, no, he's crazy. He's he's like lick windows crazy. Like, he, I think that he's one of those people I would never want to run in and make him upset. No, of course not. No, he, of course not. No, but he, no, no, when you, now when you say he's hood, what do you mean by that? He just comes off like, like he just comes off hood. I mean, I'm not really hood. hood. Not, you were like, didn't you say growing up you were like the um, the only black guy at the Metallica concert? Oh yeah, I, I love metal. Yeah, yeah. And I used to mosh. And I, I mean, that when I when I went, I, I used to go to House of Champions, Big Jim, and Frank Friedman was the kickboxing. I did that because when I would go mosh, I would get hurt a lot. Yeah. And and also it was also so I wouldn't get beat up. I remember Park Playground. I was like, oh man, people are getting beat up, and I like I don't want to get beat up. But um, and that what I would mosh, and I was like, oh, that'll help me in moshing. When I go mosh, I can be tougher. So that was one of my reasons for doing it. I know this sounds weird, like a weird reason, because I wanted to be the hardest mosher in the pit. And, and I, I know yeah, you you grew up where in uh, in New York? Yeah. And where uh, Queens, Brooklyn? Brownsville. Brownsville, wow. Yeah, and uh, I used to go to Jersey City. I used to train over there, and then I would catch the path back. Then I would go to art school, and then home, and then work. Did you ever see, uh, did you, did you ever see Shannon Briggs or Tyson in your neighborhood? Yeah, I saw Tyson. I didn't see Briggs. Wow. And then, I, I was scared of him because I thought he had that look in his eyes like, I will eat your face. Like, he has that look like where his eyes are twitching. So, but that was a long time ago. And like the main thing for me, when I watch a lot of fighters now and I look at the fighters from before that I knew, none of them could hang with these dudes. No, but like the Brownsville, like, cause I'm, I'm from Long Island and they always said like Brownsville was like, they said, oh, Tyson's from Brownsville. That's like the worst area in New York. That's like- No, it wasn't the worst. No, the Bronx was the worst by far. Really? Like Harlem, the Bronx is worse than Brownsville? Harlem wasn't, Fort Apache was. For, what's Fort Apache? In the Bronx. That's that's the place in the Bronx that was that's rough. The Bronx, yeah, the Bronx. But the Bronx, but I'm going to tell you right now, like, I think because my family and everything, I didn't have any problems. Um, I, I mean, I'd gotten scrapes, but I didn't have any problems. But a lot of the fighters that you hear coming from there, there were so many more that were really good, but they all got into dumb drug trouble. But if they didn't, you'd be talking about them like you talk about Tyson. Wow. Yeah, they were, there, was a, there was a ton. And, uh, well, Tyson remember, cussed him out to pull him out of that area. He, well, he had to. He, if he wouldn't have pulled him out, he'd be robbing houses. He'd be robbing houses, and he would have got shot. I'm serious. Mike Tyson would have. He absolutely would. I know there's a friend of mine, Ben, and he was a boxer. 
I remember because yeah, because he knocked out one of my two, you motherfucker. Yeah, no. <laughs> I hope you're watching this. You you lucky knocked my son, bitch. But I think that a lot of the people that you see fighters from there, they all went the wrong direction. So they didn't have anybody to guide them. Whereas I think Mike Tyson was super lucky to find somebody that was like, let's take this kid and take him out of that, you know, that, that element, that crazy element. I mean, when you got to step over a body to get your mail and people are like, oh, was it a bum? No, a dead person. Like that makes you, that's why I was like, I can't wait to go to Jersey. That was your area though. So yeah, saying- no, I, like for me, no, like for some reason, other than being funny, uh, people didn't really bother me too much. I got bothered like twice, and I got bothered when I went to Little Italy. Some dudes chased me and scared the shit out of me. I was scared as fuck because I thought I could take one of them, but three, I'm gonna die. And I just, I, I ran, and I was like, my heart, if it, my heart was beating out of my chest, and that's why I was like, when I watch fighters, I go. How do they keep that calm? Like, to me, like, George St. Pierre, the reason I'm a huge George St. Pierre fan, and I don't know if you like George St. Pierre. I love GSP, of course. Oh, you do? Okay, good. Because some people, I think, of, yeah, but he wasn't that exciting a fighter. I'm like, yes, he was. Yeah, he was, he was, yeah. He was awesome. Like, so, I got, I, got, I got an autograph from him, and he was the coolest motherfucker. Like, super chill, you know what I'm saying? But, like, when I watched him from getting ready for fights, he just seemed so fucking like calm whereas then some fighters seem like they're like they're back they're screaming and punching shit GSP uh, is just absolutely my favorite and now just talking to Phil Davis Phil Davis is fucking cool I'm as trying shit. to see if he's gonna come back because I, I had so many more questions for him I had a couple more questions for him I wanted to ask him Phil hello is Phil? he coming back hello Phil I hope he's okay everything okay Hello? Phil, Phil Davis. Champ? Champ. Are you coming back? <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's okay. He's a, he, did, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't mean it. I'm sure he didn't mean it. What are you talking about? His son pulled the charger out of the wall. So he's just charging his, uh, his, his computer. Oh. Oh, okay. Your phone. I'll charge your phone. Okay, cool. So, um, are you talking now? You want to? You want to jump back on? Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. Now let me ask you before he jumps back on. Who's your favorite? If you can name your top three favorite fighters, I I know mine. Like, but but I always get a debate because they say I don't know about that. Uh, the top three favorite fighters. I mean, as people as, as people or fighters, because that's different for me. Because as people to people I've met. So far, also through you and just being yeah. I mean, as fighters, I would say Frankie Edgar is always a in a in a, in a war. Uh, Uriah Faber is definitely one of those guys. I mean, the the fight that he had where he broke both his hands and was right. his elbows. I mean, you talk about a guy who just doesn't quit. Uh, but then, like Brock Lesnar was like always exciting to me. You know, like just are you serious? He wasn't the greatest <laughs> fighter, but like <laughs> I would get excited about watching his fights. There's something oh, about uh, him. Did you hear that? Hold on, Adam. Did you hear? You heard that, didn't you? He uh, but, said Brock, but, Lesnar. Brock Lesnar was a really good fighter. Oh my God! No, he was. He was just. He, he was, was an a NCAA fighter. champion. I guess, but he was, he was just on some Viking shit. I give you that. He had like four. He had like. Pulled his ankle off his his fucking body. 
He had like four pro. And what happened in the rematch though? He just he fucking Brock Lesnar had like five pro fights, but he never actually had like a real camp. He was like too good for he was too athletic. Brock Lesnar. He's not even in the discussion. Are you fucking kidding me? If Brock Lesnar didn't get diverticulitis and whatever, whatever that stomach yeah, problem, that's a little problem, right? No, no. That he was on a path where when he when he murked Frank Mir, that was like next level. Frank Mir is like my jujitsu is on a whole different level. I'm the greatest at jujitsu, and he put him in a schoolyard headlock. I just went like this. Yeah, but that's why, like that was like uh, uh, what Frank <laughs> that was, Mir did. That was amazing. What Frank Mirror did to him the first fight was the one. But he didn't know what he, but Brock didn't know what he was doing. He didn't, didn't even he didn't know what he didn't know what was going on. That's why he got. But he I don't know. Uh, well, Davis wasn't Brock Lesnar a very talented fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hesitated. Uh, you know, I did. I did. Because he's not technical. He's not technical. Right. He was just Viking. Uh, He's, it, it, just, it was weird. Go, it froze just now. What were you saying, Phil? There we go. Uh, I was saying he's not very technical, but yeah. he is very talented. Yeah. Definitely very. Yeah, for a guy who, like, uh, he was the NCAA champion two times. I mean, he was he's a great. Talented, no, okay, he's, but he, I'm saying in MMA, he's not talented. He's just Viking. He's a gigantor. He grabs you in gigantor moves, and he does Ben Grimm punches. No, he has, his punches. His punches are just like wild and weird. He doesn't hit. No, I'm. I'm not that I want to fight him. Punch Heath Herring, and the guy ran across the, the cage. He did like a yeah. Uh, yeah. Because he's, he's a fucking Viking. He's a giant. He, he beat Randy Couture like his fourth fight. This guy. I mean, he he had no. That's crazy. He had no business That's crazy. being there, and he was a pro wrestler. I mean, the guy. Brock Lesnar, if he hadn't got that stomach AIDS thing he got, okay, he, he would have actually, I think. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Because Kane Gillette, Kane, Kane, Mer- Kane, Kane. That was Kane after, Mer- but that was a different Brock. That was a different Brock. What are you talking about? Kane Murphy. Ain't, they, don't, they don't make a, a version of Brock that would have beat Kane Velasquez. Really? Yeah, maybe. On, I don't Kane. know. You don't, you don't know the Brock Lesnar that beat Frank Mir would have beaten – Cain Velasquez? No. No. UFC 100 Brock Lesnar? No. Now, you trained with, Kane, now you trained with Kane back in the day, back in upstate New York, right? Uh, no, 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 no. I, no. What? What? Didn't, yeah, I, I think I, you get, you're, you're getting people mixed up. I see where you're going with this. No, you're with uh, you, you said, said that those guys came and trained with you. Who, Kane? When, yeah, back when you were part of like the, 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 the horse. What was the name of your team? Lionheart? Yeah, back team Lionheart was that in was that in a, in a, uh, New York Lionheart? That was in Pennsylvania, uh, Penn State. Penn State. Didn't Kane train with you there? No, oh, no, I, I trained with. According to Wikipedia, it did. He did. That's what I was. Bro, thinking. you can't believe what you read on the internet. <laughs> All right, but, but you did train with Kane Velasquez back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I, tra- I mean, I train. I, I wouldn't say I don't train with Kane now. I haven't trained with him in a couple of years, but. I mean, he—he's somebody I would con- consider a teammate. What was that like? Was he just like 100 percent all time? Uh, I mean, he's a hammer. He—he—he's <laughs> not one of the guys. 100 percent all the time means you don't know how to train. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but he—he's—he's he's a hammer for sure. He's definitely—he's definitely intense. Now I heard Kelvin Gastelum shows up late, 
doesn't train hard. Like the girls beat him. Like like people walking off the street. Like like submit him. <laughs> but then when it comes to fighting, he knocks everybody out. Is is there any truth to this? Uh, well, I mean, everybody goes through a Hollywood streak. I don't want to put it on him like he's not a hard worker. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to put it out there. Right, yeah. It, it's a different thing once it's out there. Now, Ke- Ke- Calvin, Calvin works his butt off. Okay. Calvin definitely works his butt off. And, uh, and, but, and the other thing is, Calvin does, like, he does, and I see him, he does a lot of, like, uh, uh, workouts uh, just on his own. So you may say, all right, you know, Calvin isn't as consistent in certain things. He doesn't maybe come in as in the evening as much as you might think he should. But Calvin's getting – he's getting work in somewhere else. Oh, so okay. Now, what happened, yeah. to, what happened to Darion Caldwell? Because he, he's been to, like, 19 different camps this year. Uh, like, he went to like <laughs> camps during the – 19 program. camps. Now, this guy Caldwell was, is unbelievable. I mean, he's an NCAA champion. He was a Bellator champion. Two-time. But, Two time, but he just can't Two seem time. to stay in the same. Look, he was with you guys, right? Is he not with you guys anymore? Yeah. What nah, happened? he's not with us. Uh, you know, not to get too far in it, but uh, you know, he 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 didn't like some some of the things that were going on, and he he thought he would be the short version, the PC version. He thought he'd be better off somewhere else. And, yeah. and truthfully, you know, I, I you know I. A lot of things that he was upset about and voice grievance over, you know, I, and I can, can I can get behind, but uh, it's kind of for me. It's like how you go about it. Like I, me being me, I could not. It you gain so much more when you stay in one spot, you know. Um, but when you when you start when you move around too much, then. You know, you, you never begin – you can – I mean, everybody has – every camp will have their problems. Um, but, you know, if you move around too much, you can ne- you only yeah, solve them yeah, by yeah, making at, sure like that the new camp doesn't here. have the old camp's problem. Yeah, yeah, look at bigger picture. Like, yeah, this month, right. nothing's perfect. You got to – he seems like the kind of guy that nitpicks and says, I'm, I'm out. And that, that sucks because, like, I'm a big Caldwell fan. I, I just hope he finds that one camp and stays there. But he needs to settle in and stay somewhere, though. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can't. You can't I be mean, turn around like a fucking butterfly. You need to settle in and get a rhythm with the camp that you're with. Right. I so, mean, the 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 Patriots are only the Patriots because everybody buys in. Right. You know, it, it's not that they win every season. You know, you 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 may not win all the time. You you got to buy in. And you got to give it time. Trust the process. Right. And you got to uh, deflate the balls. You got to definitely deflate the balls, too. Gotta- <laughs> now, 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 back in the day, when you were at balls Alliance, you were, you were at Alliance during, like, the hot chick psycho heyday, where you had Angela McGonagall, <laughs> Rowdy Beck, uh, that other – that Mexican hottie. Uh, now, now, Claudia, I think her name is or something, right? So, now, you're trying to run a real gym. And these girls, <laughs> these girls are posting tit pics and vagina shots, but they're all good fighters. Do you have to say, listen, ladies, like not making our gym look that good when everyone could see what you ate for lunch on Instagram through your vagina? Like, is that like, is <laughs> do, you have, do you have to have that conversation? Uh, <laughs> That's a weird conversation. Uh, <laughs> oh, he left. Oh, come on. All right, hold on. 
no, honestly, you know, it, you know, the fem- what females bring to the sport is so different from what guys bring to the sport. And um, uh, girls, they they can they can gain a lot of fans for, by by talking trash, you know, Conor McGregor style, uh, Ronda Rousey style, just kind of like really drawing out the, the 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 trash talking, and they can also gain a lot of fans via TNA. And uh, and and listen, I'm not I'm not hating either way. Like you, you know, what I mean, make your money, make your money, right? Um, but if I could say anything, it's something I've heard from a good friend. They said, "Make the money, don't let the money make you." Hmm. No, yeah. nobody ever seen the Players Club, really? Y'all gonna leave me hanging like I've that? Y'all some it. suckers, man! Dang. I've seen it. I've seen it. And Bernie Mac, like, they don't even know. You know, he don't know. Uh, but <laughs> Adam might know. We know this. Um, no, no, but I honestly like that many hot women. It would be hard to train. I, I it would be hard to focus. Yeah, but you see his wife. His wife is like a fitness model. Okay, like, well, half it's different you know, for you. But I'm saying if you're single, <laughs> it's different for you. But I'm saying if you're single and you're trying to train, and all you see is an ass shot. Over here, you're not gonna be as focused. But they don't look like that in the gym, though. A lot of them don't look like that in the gym. Yeah, but no, I, no, they they don't. They don't. You're thinking about the the last, you know, clan. <laughs> Come on. But oh no, oh, I did before. I wanted to ask you this too. Um, since you seem like you like to be a technical fighter from the standpoint, of, like to have a plan. Like what mm. fighter? What fighter would you say that you looked at before you really got into it? That you looked at and you thought. That's how I want to model myself as a fighter. Was there anybody that you looked at and thought, that guy? Mm. Why is there a helicopter outside my window? Uh, they, they, yeah, they, they, they own you. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, um, which fighter would you say? Let's see. Hmm. You know, I, I, I really like George's, George St. Pierre. I really like his take on the game. I really like his take on the game. You know, he he he's he's a smart fighter, man. He's a smart fighter. He he doesn't um it's not about taking unnecessary risks. He make he makes a a reasonable risk calculation every time. You know, right. he he takes some guys down, he stands with other guys, and he's good everywhere. And and, and he's he man, you can he he improvises. You know, he he's on the on the fly, he's just as good. Carlos Condit had him on the ropes, uh, so to speak, of course. More so than anyone else I can remember. Yeah. You know, even going back, all, all the way back to uh, what's the, who, who was the guy who hit him in the uh, – oh, Hendricks, too. But Hendricks didn't – I mean, Hendricks was really – that was a super competitive back-and-forth nail-biter, if I remember, from, what, from what I remember. Right, and GSP yeah. was bloody – but GSP did take him down. GSP. Yeah. But, yeah, Superman but Condit had him rocked. Condit had him rocked. Condit had him rocked. But Condit, like, wobbled, wobbly, 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 wobbly. He wobbled. Yeah. yeah. And, and, again, it, it was all – is all. I mean, he makes the smartest decision for the scenario uh, to, to find – he finds a way to win. He now, finds the way to win. Now, you were part of uh, an amazing – uh, run at Penn State. Um, yep. Kale Sanderson. But I don't know if you know this. Uh, 
Shane. So Kale Sanderson was like arguably the best wrestler of all time in America. Uh, ah. he, I mean, the people are still arguing there. I mean, him and Dan I mean, Gable are neck and neck. He was a I feel like a four-time national champion. I think he four-time national champ. He he uh, won the Olympics, right? Won the Olympics. Lost to Yo Romero twice, which was crazy and international. But this guy, so he came over to Penn State and he took over Penn State. And Phil was like one of his guys. I think you were a little older when he came over, right? No, I was. Uh, he came the year after I left. Oh, okay. So you, so you, okay. So you weren't under that whole regime when he got no. rid of Jenkins and okay. But but one of your teammates um, was uh, Pat Cummings, right? Yeah. Now, when Pat Cummings called out Daniel Cormier, did you think he had a shot? <laughs> Man, listen, it's a fight. It's a fight. Everybody has a shot. And, and you know, from what he was saying, I, I know Pat. And I know he, it sounds like a legit story, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, it sounds like he, he – he may have gained some mental edge that he thought he could use in a fight. And, uh, you know. You didn't get a shot. If what, if what he said was true, maybe he knew something you were I did not. Teammate, though, so you had some inside info. I mean, you, 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 you know, blood, sweat, and tears with the guy. So, I mean, was there mm-hmm. any part of you like, you know what, maybe he can pull this off? Well, no. Well, he's uh, – Pat's incredibly talented. Two-time national finalist. Um Really, and he was a he was one of those guys who was an undersized heavyweight. Like, uh, I mean, he he was like two thirty, yeah, wrestling yeah. two two eighty five, just smoking gas. Like, blow. I mean, he was like a power wrestler, picking guys up off the mat, blowing through them on doubles. Uh, super athletic, super athletic. Um, so I mean, I I put him in there athletically with anybody in the world. Unfortunately, where I would say. If I could go back and say, man, if this or that could have changed anything, um, if Pat would, could have gone straight from uh, his time in college wrestling straight into training mixed martial arts, he would have had a career that would he'd be super scary. Super, yeah, he went to jail scary. for a year for going – him and Eric Bradley went back to Penn State and robbed – Why you got to bring up old stuff? And robbed frat houses. <laughs> And what you got to? All right, okay. So, all right, before you came on, uh, allegedly, they listen. They say he did it, but but he did serve. We'll leave it at that. All right, okay. So let's talk about before you came <laughs> on. We were talking about Conor McGregor versus Usman, and mm-hmm. I think that they're trying to make this for July Fourth. I think it's a good fight because anytime that I'm like, hmm, I don't know who's going to win that fight. It's a good fight. Who do you think wins the fight? Who versus who now? Usman versus McGregor. I think McGregor's going to get murked. He's going to wrestling. He's going to grappling. He's going to fucking get him against the cage and mauling. Have we? This is going to sound crazy, but we've only seen. And I guess I guess I'm saying this as a question. We've only seen Connor at welterweight versus cowboy, correct? And Nate Diaz. Mm-hmm. And Nate Diaz for the second time was at 170. Or was it the first time? One of the times at 170. It might have been both times. Both big – both are, you know, veteran fighters. Um, uh, okay. Um, 
See, it's a good fight. If this, if Phil Davis, I, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> no I'm trying to figure out how to put it that lightly. Was not, that was not. <laughs> that was not what they showed us. Said. Um, <laughs> listen, it, I'll watch it. Is that what you want me to say? I'll watch no, it. No, 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 say who's gonna it. win? Who's gonna win? Is what we're trying to say. Right. Usman. Right. Usman's gonna win. Yeah. yeah. Even though. Like if the punches that Colby landed on Usman, if Connor lands, it seems like he's got more power than than uh, than Connor, and Usman's hittable. And so here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, Connor doesn't stand a whole lot of chance. But here's the thing. I've been wrong about Connor. That's what I said. Too many times. Too many times. Same here. Too many times. Same here. I thought Aldo was gonna beat him. Then I thought Eddie Alvarez was going to beat him. I thought Chad Mendes yeah. was going to beat him. Yeah. Aldo was, a lo- was one of those punches. If, 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 but if they would have kept going, I think Aldo would have. He didn't know where he was. I think he got it. <laughs> no, he got, in, he got in Aldo's head. Yeah, but. That's he why. got him. Listen, Aldo never comes out like that. He got in his head. Uh, uh, like his head. He, he, and, and that. In, in the what was it? In the twelve seconds I see, and I was like, "Oh man, why did you do that? Why did you lead with a hook like that?" Again, you know, boxing boxing rules say you never lead with a left hook, but Conor left with a right hook, and that was it. So okay, uh, other fights this weekend. Then you you trained with Gilbert Burns, right? Was he over with you for a while? Mm-mm. Uh, Woodley versus Burns. Um. Saturday. I'll go Woodley on that. How? That's what Adam said, too. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. I, I, you know, I just feel like uh, Tyron has a lot of fight in him. You know, he just um, – what I mean by that, he has a long career still ahead of him. He, he still has a, a lot more fights left, and he's, um, he's, he's still got a lot of pop. I see him – I see him eh, – we'll give him a decision on that one. So, according to the internet, Vanderlei Silva – accepted $10 million to fight Mike Tyson in bare-knuckle boxing. Uh, Shang says that Tyson runs through him. <laughs> Phil, your no, thoughts on this? Fight at all. Wait, who, wait, who runs through who? We're yeah. talking about Mike runs through Vandalay? Yeah. Boxing, just boxing. Even an old Mike Tyson, at least from the footage I saw. <laughs> now, I will tell you this. Here, here's where it gets extremely interesting. Extremely extremely interesting and you should you should definitely think about this i don't think it'll make a damn bit of difference but boxers have very fragile hands yes um he's gonna break his hand in eight seconds of this fight very very fragile hands i mean that's that's all they use um you know i mean my hands are starting to feel a little bit you know different after a, a, a decade of this but when you you started at when you are a world champ at 19 and now you're 53, ooh, those hands are seeing so much abuse. Right. And you want to do bare knuckle? Like, I think that's something to think about. Well, now, having said that, uh, I think if it was like open palm strike, I think it would still go the same way. Tyson. <laughs> Tyson just yeah, Tyson. Like, now, Tito Ortiz uh, says that he's been contacted to box Tyson. No. That's what Tito says. Don't oh my god. What's going on? <laughs> what like he has a bad neck. Yeah, but Tyson like, has, he, he has a bad neck. 
Yeah. No, I see, man. Like I, I like following Tito and and, and and Amber Nicole. They got a cute little, little. You know what I mean? Instagram life that you know is following. Obviously, it's not real life, but I, I like following them. They, 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 they do fun stuff. But I don't want. I don't want that. You don't want uh, that. Uh, I mean, they, I get it. The money, they're they're for the money. Chuck Liddell fighting Tito was uh, was uh, sad. It was beyond sad. It was sad, and I think that they like there's a certain age, <laughs> my age, that you go. You know what? I don't want to get hurt. But now, now two years ago, I saw pictures of Mike Tyson. He was like obese, couldn't walk. It was like he had a beard. But he was like 95 years old. Mm-hmm. Cut to last week, he's shredded. His he looks like a bodybuilder. I mean, just how does this happen? Shredded. Not shredded, but he looks like he, he looks more in shape than he ever did. Great, like yeah. How, how does this happen? Great. I mean, is it TRT? Uh, yeah, like, he, high levels of TRT, like thirty to one. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't even take it that far. I mean, I'm not. I'm not lying if I said the cr- thought didn't cross my mind. But <laughs> uh, I think. He, I mean, he's still in the lead. Uh, that was athlete. a polite way to say yes. He was at Vitor Belfort's gym. <laughs> he was training with Vitor Belfort. Yesterday, yo, why did you just link that together like they that? They were, yo, I, you got to stop. Go on, you got to stop. I swear, go you on. Got, I on. saw him, I saw that, I saw that, Adam. I saw that, but you okay. don't have to put it together like that. You don't you think did. you know, no, no, let me let me tell you what you just did. This is what you did. All I'm saying is, <laughs> do you think maybe it could have been TRT? By the way, he was training at Victor Belfort's gym, <laughs> <laughs> Adam. That was the most. Why did you do? Yo, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> am, I, am I lying am I lying did anything I say was a lie know, was, but it's funny because so, like, was there anything that wasn't true what I said no nah, it was all true it was all so, true so I'm just saying like right <laughs> uh, silly so I think silly. when you're 50 you shouldn't be boxing at all but if you are going to box you definitely should steroid it up well, I, 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 well bare knuckle doesn't doesn't test I mean there's not testing anything I don't, even know why, I don't even know why Rowdy Beck came back. She was the queen of bare knuckle. She was knuckles deep. Um, so Wow. I'm, I'm, you I'm, got to stop, bro. You, you got to hottie. stop. All right. All right. So she is hottie. She was cute, right? I mean, she's, I, I, you were a single man. Yeah. But, cute, girl. I, yeah. but you know what's interesting? that I, We were talking about it because my favorite fighter is JSP. Okay? Yeah. Plus, because he's not, you know. And uh, I just like the way he went about it. And you said the same thing. And it was weird because Adam was like, no, I love JSP. But then you said, you know, Brock Lesnar. And you just lost all credibility. No, you said, who are my three fair fighters to watch? You all, I said, you put, I said Frankie, Frankie Edgar always brings it. You're oh, right. so you're not telling the whole story. You said to watch. Yeah, that, to watch. That changes everything. You said, you said, no, 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 no. I didn't say to I said favorite said fighters. to watch. Who do I want to watch fight? Because, like, there's difference. There's different. There's people that, like, Bill Davis, one of my favorite fighters to watch. He, he's, you're never in a boring fight, hence, except for it was a little weird. But that, that <laughs> but you got the win. You got the win. Uh, but right. Machida, by the way, has anyone ever been in an exciting fight against Machida, except for maybe Chris Weidman? He's the only one ever to look make that exciting. Dude, always people are so stupid. They, they what happens is like Ryan Bader. I was there. He's him against Machida. He doesn't fall into his bullshit. The whole crowd starts booing. Bader comes yep. for a lazy double and gets knocked the fuck out. And yep. my dad, who doesn't even follow fighting, is with me. And he goes, that guy shouldn't listen to the crowd. That, 
My, my, yep. my dad could see that. You know? And you know what? I think I was there. That was in Vegas. I think I was, it was there. In LA. It was in LA. It was in Either Los way, Los I think I, I'm pretty sure I was there. That's exactly yeah. what happened. That's yeah. exactly what happened. But a lot of people do that. A lot of fighters, if they don't follow the game plan. Well, that's why, but that's why I think having no crowds is interesting because number one, I think it's making the fights more exciting because it's like telling a joke. You know how you tell a joke and you, everyone goes crazy and you're like, ah, I can sit back and talk about how great of a comic I am. But they're not getting the, the roar of the crowd after each punch. Sure. So they're, they're punching even harder. The fights are even no, better. I, I, with that. I, think that, I think a crowd response can actually fuel you. It can. It can. It can. It can. I've seen fighters where if the crowd was chanting for them, it actually gives you that extra boost of, okay, I but need... You tell me, but you tell me since... All right, but fight for fight, since there's been no crowds, I would say 90% of them have been exciting fights. Like, it's almost a higher percentage than when there is crowd. Because, I, I don't know, it just well, seems like... I, I will tell you this. Fans oftentimes cheer for more action when there's a lot of action. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yo, hold on, man. He's working for... He's working for a triangle here. Like... Hold yeah. on, like yeah. he's, and, and you know what happens? This happens a, a lot. You know, you'll be at a fight where uh, you know a guy's working a submission, and the crowd's like, "Boo, boo, you suck!" And then the guy taps, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah." And it's real weird, and it's real awkward because you didn't because it's you know what I mean. It's like. A lot of a lot of people that go to fights, and I'm not saying now that all the fight people that watch the, the show are gonna be mad at me. A lot of them might not even know what they're doing. Like, these, oh, right, right. right. They, don't what, they don't know what, what a triangle. Uh, I'm a plotter. You know what? I've had that before. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes the fighters themselves don't know what's going on. Yeah, but no. Like most of the fighters that are watching, if they're watching somebody set up, how many times the fighter got into a fucking What's going on? Sometimes the fighter gets into a twister and he has no idea what's going on. He's like, I, I feel bad for the guy. Like, no, no, no uh, let's talk about real quick. Uh, in Ganu versus John Jones. Because for some odd reason, I feel like John Jones might take this. Um, it, uh, is that, I heard, I heard there, that that was uh, something they're working on, huh? They're negotiating uh -oh. it. John Jones has retired because he says that the UFC is not going to pay him more to fight in Ganu. I think it's a, it's a tactic. Um, but if this fight actually goes down, who do you think wins? Hmm. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, well, it's a battle of who can do their thing better than the other. If Nganu so much as scratches him. <laughs> See, <laughs> I, I thought he, he has too much power, bro. Yeah, but Jones but, but the problem is that Jones is amazing at, at, at his game, which is um, he plays the stay away game better than anyone else. He, he's also a good takedown artist. Um, and so what he, he's a, a, exceptional at is he keeps guys at range, at distance with his, uh, his, his, his teeth kicks to the knees. And he's, you know, I mean, he stretches. He always does the thing where he puts his fingers in your eyes. Um, and so he keeps you at an extremely long range. And right. it's just constantly doing oblique kicks. 
and um, it keeps you at range. And eventually you kind of get your, your heels on that black line going around. And then he comes in with knees, elbows, and kicks. His kicks, I mean, his kicks are are the the, the scariest part of this game. They're, they're annoying. His kicks are annoying. And it annoys you. But and, and, and Francis, I can't believe I'm calling him Francis. Uh, but and God, he's long, too. He, had, he also is long, too. He has range. So I think that if he taps him on his – if he taps him on his shoulder – that's how hard this dude hits. The five round fight. Don't you think a five round fight? Jones could stay away for the first two rounds, tire this guy out, and then just take him down round three, four, know. five. But if he lands one, I don't know. Uh, listen, that fight's not going to go five rounds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if Francis touches him in the first or second round, he ain't. I don't think he's been hit no. by anybody like you Francis. You think he could beat Engano? Um, you know he he definitely has. Um, some 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 takedown, some top game, and some cardio issues. And uh, hey, I'm good at all three of those. Right. So, but uh, but you know it's but heavyweight is uh heavyweight's uh it's a different beast. You know, you it, it, it kind of moves at a different cadence. Um, they they you like uh like the rhythm like when when you're fighting a guy. Like there's like one two, and good guys will fight off off rhythm, you know. And and heavyweights have a different rhythm. Like you you might bomb, come back, and then they hit you with other punch. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. <laughs> it, it it's a different rhythm, and you gotta really. That's what like the OSP and, problems with against Rothwell, right? Right. I I thought I thought OSP was, I thought he should have won. Not not like he did enough to win. No, I thought he lost the fight. But I thought he was the guy who should have won the fight going in. But you think it was the, like rhythm that gave him the the problems, the rhythm of Rothwell? Right. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was rhythm. Um, I thought he could have kind of used a, a better game plan. Um, he's but listen, I train with OSP. He's the big. He's one of the biggest two opponents there is. You're a heavyweight, and like you know, if anybody's gonna be a heavyweight, it's you. It's you. <laughs> You are a heavyweight. You are a heavyweight. You know, he um you know, I, I think the biggest thing is when you go from light heavyweight to, to heavyweight, you know, you anticipate situations where you can't horse the guy around the way you want. You can't, you know, I mean, pick him up whenever you need to. And uh I don't he's he's strong as hell and I don't see that as ever being a thing for him. Um so I, I, I think if he can do that fight over and just kind of uh, just just go at it like a normal fight, just a normal fight, take whatever's there. If he grab if he if his legs there, just take it. Don't worry about if if he's you know if his legs too heavy or what have you, whatever. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I thought. I thought he thought just a little bit gunshot. I, I still think he's the the guy who wins nine times out of ten. To be honest. Well, I was gonna say the the reason with your the way you fight, I like the fact you mix it up, and you actually you you can see you you actually have a plan, and like even though, like some fighters will go, I'm just gonna do stand up. I'm going to go at it this way. Like it seems like you you feel through it and go, oh okay, I can mix it up here. I can mix it up there. Where I think, and that's why when Adam said it, he texted me before we were gonna be doing this. He said, man, so underrated because. A lot of people can mix it up like you do. Like, mm-hmm. 
think that's smart when I see fighters that mix it up. And I think one person that just wants to stand up and just bang and with a guy that you go, maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe I should. Like, that's what Cormier said. He said, right. I, maybe I should have wrestled. He should have He should have wrestled when he was supposed to wrestle. And he right. his ego, because truthfully, Cormier's ego, he's like, I'm going to stand up, I'm going to knock this guy out. That's why he lost that fight, to be real with yeah. you. I think he should have yeah. gone to what he's good at. That, that body work. Eventually, and here's the thing, and, and this is where guys get in trouble, is that it's, it doesn't mean, if, just because I take you down, doesn't mean I will not beat you standing. But if I have to trade with you standing and you are terrible on the ground, then you're going to the ground, baby. Right. That's what I'm You're thinking. going to the ground. That's right. yeah. what and and I think simple as that. And then finally, I, I read that you said that winning an NCAA was meant more than winning a Bellator title. Is that true? Well, uh, man, there's so much work that goes into that NCAA title. And you, it's just, it just, it's just everything happens in one weekend. Hey, zip it, you. I tell you. You told me to zip it. Something. I care who you are, man. You just. Bellator champ, NCAA champ, said I just get pooped on, pissed on all day long. <laughs> um, I can relate to that. Oh, yeah. No, only got Betty can. Thank God. She's out. But, like, no, like, do you think, like, with Cormier, I know we're going to go. I think that sometimes you do have to, like you said, you want, if, you're, if I know you can't yeah. rap, I'm taking you to yeah. rap. Well, I mean, that's that one quite the case with Stipe. Stipe can wrestle. Stipe can wrestle. Can wrestle. I think Cormier got a little edge on him there. Oh, no doubt. That, I mean, he's, he, yeah, he's. Coleman Scott for the Cowboys, that one shining moment here tonight. Now. Oh, sorry. Uh, keep going. Coleman Scott. No, no. I'm going to bring up one of the funniest things I've ever seen, Chang. This is before okay. I, this is before I even knew Phil Davis, right? Oh, uh, I already know what you're gonna bring up. I already All know right, what you're gonna so bring up. I'm watching. But let me but let me intro. It. Let me tell you. Let me, All right, go let on. Me, so Cormier, Cormier. Uh, I think. I mean, obviously, in retrospect, he maybe should have wrestled a little bit more. But you don't really know that while you're in there. And I think on, I can't he hear. was winning uh, with the game plan that he had. Yeah, but his coaches were yelling at him. Uh, wrestle. What's his name? Uh, oh, hold I, on. I, hold on. I, I didn't remember that. Uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. Uh, well, I can't hear anybody. Uh, Wean Dog, help. Uh, let me pull up this video, and then you guys can um, narrate. Because I guess if you're sharing the video, you can't Wean hear Dog. everybody, I guess. He can't hear us, but. Hold on. Hold on one sec. Uh, hold on. Can you hear me? Where, where am I? I can um, hear you. Hold on one sec. Wean Dog, help. Wean Dog, help. I'm trying to, but uh, you can't hear nobody. <laughs> for some reason, I, I can't. It's like, uh, hold on. Sorry about this. Hold on. Uh, show speaker. Here we go. Um, what's going on, Wean Dog? Hold on one sec. Uh, Zoom. What's going on? Uh, all right, hold on. I'm going to stop. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Trump unveils plans to protect us from seniors? Can you click on that? <laughs> I can't hear anybody. Can anybody? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Hold on, one sec. Uh, Wait, fuck. Really need to hear this is what I get for trying to be 
Um, Ooh, old, old, old people be tripping sometimes. Uh, all right. Stop share. Hello. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. We're here. All right. Now you can hear me. Hold on. For some reason I still can't. Hold on. Ready? All right. Now I could talk? Yeah. Okay. Now you can hear me. All right. All right. Uh, Wean Dog, can you do me a favor? Yeah. All right. All right. There's, okay. So there's an NCAA thing. So, all right, Shane, you got to see this. This is, this is the funniest thing ever. So Phil Davis is in the NCAA finals, right? This is his whole life. He's, 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 he's worked for this. His entire life. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you, before you press play. All right. Let me just start off with this. Okay. So when you make it to the national finals, they'll get you in a room, do your interviews and everything else. And the only they really only have a time for one question. And they said, Well, just tell us something no one knows about you. And that's a weird question. You know, if no one knows it, I don't want you to know it. So it kind of puts me in a corner like, give me something everyone else hasn't heard, and something that you'd be willing to tell on ESPN on national television. Like who keeps those kind of facts handy? Give me something that no one in the world has ever heard before and, and that you were comfortable airing on TV. That's like, all. What? all right. So, yeah. Okay. So, all right. So, and so instead of, of playing ball, okay, I'm watching NCAAs, right? I'm watching NCAAs and I haven't watched NCAAs in a while. And I'm like, oh, I got to watch wrestling. This is awesome. Phil Davis is up. You know, it's a, it's a tight match. And this is, can you guys see right now? Yeah. All right. He says intimidation starts at Build the weigh-ins. I don't care if I'm going to lose by 15 right. points. You're going to wake up sore. He's very, very domestic also. Enjoys right. cooking and sewing. So I like to sew. Every now and then I'll have a sewing circle at my house. Everybody brings their singer magazines. And uh, we just sit around with our machines and go to work. You have yeah. a singer magazine? No, and I think this guy just likes to have fun, too, with everybody. <laughs> so that's like... What? <laughs> so the NCAA finals. I want to call. And he tells everybody that he likes sewing. Like that's national like, television. A national television. Like stop like, sharing your screen. Like was that? That was like I was like, huh? Like everybody did like a double take. Like what? Like what? That, I like sewing. Yeah, my friends come over. We have our singer Mac. We have our singer things, and we just have a sewing meetings. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was unusual. That was an odd question, but <laughs> hey, well, I mean, what can I say? Well, hey, but so check it out. So <laughs> it was kind of funny because I um we I for whatever reason, bro, I was just tearing it up that season and. I um I blew out a hole in my shoes three times, right? And, and and Penn State sponsored by Nike, so all sports wear Nike. Nike everything, head to toe, and um they just they only have three pairs of fourteens. Okay, that's all they order for the year. Nobody's ever going through three pairs of shoes. So at Big Tens, I blow out my last pair of Nikes. <laughs> And so my coach is like, listen, no matter what we do, we cannot order shoes because they won't get here in time for nationals. So go down to the store, get whatever shoes you like. I'll pay for them. 
just put them on my credit card, whatever. I don't even know what he said. Put them on your credit card. I reimburse, whatever. And um, we'll, we'll just go from there. He's like, try to get some Nikes, but um, if not, then, you know, I'll just deal with the administrators. So the shoes that I really liked were uh, were Kels. Kels. <laughs> your wife was mine. Uh, Kels Sanderson shoes. And um, and obviously Kels coaching for Iowa State. Yeah. And, um, and he has Asics. So – um, I had to. Get, I bought the shoes. I cut off the the a couple of the Asics logos. It was it was real real tedious, real tedious. Um, and so I eventually just sew, uh, I sewed a patch onto my oh, shoe. So you, did, you did actually sew. So I did. Oh, okay. So it wasn't a complete yeah. lie, but you didn't have parties. Nah. In the house. it wasn't sewing parties with the wrestlers and stuff. And- well, you know, you never know. It was so. You funny. never know. I was, I was sitting. That's there. hilarious, though. Come on, man. I was, <laughs> I was dying laughing. It was so random, hey. and it was like, I think he's having fun with us. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because they started laughing too. They were like, yeah. And then, and the fact that they're showing you the footage of you wrestling while you're saying that, make, right? It was the best. I cakes. I like cupcakes. Oh, he slams his neck to the ground. Like it's- <laughs> it, was, it was the best. That was like when I was like, I became an instant fan. I was like, oh my God, this dude is the funniest human being I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> you know, the best part is half the people knew it was crap. They were like, oh God, what are you doing, Phil? Uh, I'm half like, oh man, that's kind of interesting. What did your mom say? <laughs> my mom was like, you are a damn fool. Like, she... <laughs> Hey, so 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 funny. So check this out. My mom just knew she was like, "You're a fool, Phil." Uh, Ed Ruth, right? Yeah. Ed Ruth's mom gave me uh like a whole sewing box. And, and to this day, I don't I don't have the heart to ask her because I, I mean it, it's a beautiful box. Did you and feel like, bad yeah. taking it? Did you felt bad taking it because you kind of fooled her? Why? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I don't know well, if I, I tell her. Well, I don't. Well, I don't. I'm. I'm, yeah, I'm you gotta, like. You gotta make is she in on the joke? Is no, she in not. on the joke? Absolutely not. She she thinks that you like to sew, and probably was like, "What a sweet young man. That's, That's so nice that he did that." Yeah, yeah. But, but she and a good seamstress. Now you gotta sew. Yeah, something. but I tell you, you what, sew something to her. For I tell you what. Anytime I had a patch in my pants, I could I fix that joker right up. I tell you what. <laughs> Yo, hey, she did get me right. She took he, great okay, care. By of me. the way, talk to Ed Ruth because Ed Ruth has a his upside is huge, but he, the I, I fight IQ right now is not to where his potential is. Have you reached out to him? Uh, yeah. So Ed Ed came down to San Diego. He trained here for about a year, and now he's back up at uh, AKA. Yeah, Ed, me and Ed are super tight. He we grew up in the same town. I knew Ed. I knew of Ed from not wrestling <laughs> like like we've known each other that long because he, oh, he he's so he's so good he just needs to kind of kind of has that like too talented syndrome huh no uh you know I, I where i think he's at right now is um he kind of became a victim of too much success like yeah. he, he he's extremely good and just on being the ridiculous level of athlete that he is, he will beat most people. Now, uh, where it becomes difficult is, like, the progression. Because, oh, God, like, a guy who's been in the sport five or six years 
when Ed's been in the sport a year and a half, he will not last a full round. You understand? You have to have somebody. Pico have that problem too, you think? Aaron Pico Pico has that problem. And and it's, you know, all it takes is for those guys, uh, Ed and Aaron, to – to, for them to just mature a little bit more to be able to beat those top level guys, they, like to me, their their careers are they're, they're set in stone. They're going to be champions. I put them in the, like, almost like a Crone Gracie in the same camp as so oh, good, at, so good at, at like wrestling, we're so good at jujitsu, so good at that one thing that it's sort of like, yeah. you know, it, it gets frustrating to watch. Also because, but also they, you know, if if they weren't Ed Ruth and Aaron Pico, they might have spent more time in the LFA or some of these. Smaller right. organizations and develop, develop, yeah. develop, and then by the time they get developed, or they're fifteen and one or fifteen and two. Versus well, that's what I'm saying yeah. because they are Ed Ruth and Aaron Pico. They absolutely cannot. Like nobody will take fights against these guys. Nobody take fights against these guys. Even if they did, even if they did take fights against them, they'd be the quickest fights ever. So, Aaron, so Shane, what we're talking about these these two guys were like uh, I think Ed Ruth was like a three time national champion or something, and then mm-hmm. Aaron Pico was the best wrestler in high school that- in America. So Bellator back, back when that used to mean something. So Bellator, national champ. So Bellator like snags him up. <laughs> Bellator snags him up, and they put him up against these guys who are like savvy veterans, and they get into like crazy kickboxing matches because fighting is their new toy in some ways. But they're not yeah. fighting smart, and they lose fights that they probably should have won had they just relied on what they're good at. It seemed right. like like certain guys like it seemed like guys like Chad Mendez or the team Alpha Male guys are really good at okay just get let's get seven or eight nine ten wins under your belt before you start kickboxing and throwing punches. Sure. And whereas some of these other camps are like, fuck it, let's see what happens, you know. And I think that's dumb. I'm, I mean, I think go with what you really if you if you go with what you're good at. The problem, and, the problem is saying, well, he's so he, good at here's here's you know? the thing. You. At the same time, the fans ultimately decide your value as a fighter, and all it takes is for you know, you know who, let's say you know, uh, John Fitch or something. Right, John Fitch, freaking bro, he was working cats, and Dana said he was boring. Now everybody's like, you're boring, John. He didn't, lo- he didn't lose in like, I mean, he went on like a 13 fight streak. Like, so it's uh, a, that, I just think that sucks that the fans uh, can have that much sway. And, you know, Dana decides. Well, they don't, though. Well, they don't. The, the good thing about Bellator or PFL is they created a tournament. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what the fans think. If you win the million dollars, you win a million dollars. You if win, you, right. Like, it doesn't, it matters. Like, it doesn't matter. Like you could have a guy, you know, Islam Kabbalah from Dagestan that has nine followers on Instagram or Twitter and everyone hates the way he fights. But as long as he keeps winning, it does, yeah. you know, so that's, well, the- yep. well, it's not that Bellator does not care. Uh, you know, and I'm not, I'm not trying to say, Oh, they don't care. No, they, they, they do. They absolutely do. They, they want to put out the best content and the, and the best fighters and the best fights. But at the same time, uh, they they do. Tr- I think I believe they try to step back away from uh, some of the some of the political nonsense and just let the well, fighter do. Well, thing. no, because if it, if it was up to Bellator, though, the way the other system is, Diego Lima beating would not advance more than MVP. 
Diego Liga beat right. MVP. MVP is a right. last year fan favorite guy. Everyone's gonna mm-hmm. fucking run out the MVP fight. No disrespect yeah. to Diego Lima, but this is not he's not gonna get the same attention. Doesn't matter. Well, well yeah, I mean MVP is the full package. He's he's freaking he's funny, he's flashy, he's fly, he fights good. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, he 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 dresses well. Like, you know what I mean? Like he does it all. You know, my bro does, he does it all. Yeah, he does true, it all. He but, really does. But he loses to Lima and he's out of the tournament. You know, whereas yeah, right. whereas it, I hate to say it, but in the UFC, if he loses to Lima, Lima might next spot be a pre-card on a fight night, and they might put MVP as the main card on right. the pay-per-view. It's just well, right. UFC is, but uh, you should notice, Phil, you're on four different highlight reels, like of highlights of knockouts, like the nice. top ones that got like millions of views. You're on four of them. You should have seen his past nice. uh, sex videos. He was like, uh, he now that one, top ten. He was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, you're on four. I was like, I, I clicked on one. I went, oh shit, he's on this one. Then they and then it linked to another one. And I was like, oh, shit, he's on this one. Like, I was like, wow. He took Glover to share and was like, Fedor slamming him. I mean, you were just. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I was surprised because when I first clicked on it, I thought, okay, that's one. Then they kept going. Then I was like, oh, shit, here's another one. Here's another one. <laughs> I was like, wow. You, you know, you know what, I, what, I, what I really um, really admire about uh, Glover to share? He, I mean, he's one of the, the few fighters uh, the like gain respect for me w- when when he lost like he i mean i think he he takes everybody serious but he was like after that fight he was like man like you you're a good fighter and i like it, 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 it was we we talked backstage a little bit and it was, it was he's 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 a very unique guy he's a very unique guy he's a good fighter and he's man he's 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 a solid dude that if anybody tells me glover to share is your favorite fighter i'm like i, I could get behind that yeah, but you he's, always, he's, he's a fighter. Nice, but you've always been nice to everybody. I mean, the, the only person that I think you got under their skin was John Jones, was when you were trying to fight John Jones. And then he was so funny. Like, he would do a face-off against Anthony Johnson <laughs> and, and go up to John Jones and try to fight him. I think Jones really got annoyed by you. It seemed like he was the one guy that got pissed at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah he, uh, yeah. Yeah. But we, we, got, we got a little history there. But you know what? He's you guys, you guys trained together, though, right? Didn't you guys train together mm-hmm. back in New York? Yeah. Was but he, was he's kind of a dick. Let, let's be real. He's kind of a dick. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I would say, no, I mean, people are, you can be a fan of his and still think of him as a guy, is a, he's a dick. He could be a great fighter. You can still be a dick. Well, I think he might be a sociopath. Yeah, absolutely. I think he might be a sociopath. Like, like, really? You he, think so? <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, there's something that, like, I just think it's really good that he found fighting uh, in his life. Because like, otherwise, yeah. he might, it might be like Dexter, like John like Jones. He'd be, be eating, he'd be eating baby brains. No, uh, yeah. The, the thing that is good is I watch, you, when I watch your fights, you don't go with that. Like, like Conor McGregor talks a lot of shit. There's a lot of fighters talking like, we were just talking about Perry. Perry's out of his fucking mind, talks a lot of shit. You don't do that. You, it seems like you focus on. And let's be fighters. Let's let's it, it, like it's not a lot of animosity. You're like, how do I dissect this guy? Beat this guy this way. Then afterwards, right. you're like, oh, good fight. You know, right. 
Right. Whereas well, some people are being, they're being assholes, like, and it's not even needed. Because I, I don't like that. I actually like people do that. I, I like well, when they go, good fight, thank you, you know. Two, two things. Like, the first thing, when I decided to, to leave the sport of wrestling and get into MMA, um, you know, they're, they're, it's a lot different. And um, just at a spiritual level, I wasn't sure if I could hit someone, beat someone, and be okay with it. And, and part of that, the, you know, the, kind of the, the talk I had with myself is, you know, you have to put yourself in a place where you honestly don't wish harm on someone. You are competing, and, and, and you're thankful for the opportunity. And, and, you know, you wish the best for the person. Um, but, you know, kind of along with that, you know, I, I don't want to be involved in a sport where I, I literally have to beat the man up verbally and then also have to beat him up physically. Like, imagine a sport where I'm going to beat the hell out of you, but before I do that, I must verbally beat you, too. Yeah, like, uh, it, just seems, it just seems unnecessary. Right. It's like it I'm seems already, unnecessary. Yeah, I'm already going to fight you. We're already going to punch each other in the face. That's enough. But, but before that, you just have to make sure that everyone knows that you actually hate each other. Like, <laughs> but we, but that's this is all fantasy. Like you know, I don't hate this guy. Like, <laughs> were you, were you, anyway, were you, were, you, were you friends with Colby Covington at all back in the day? Mm-mm. You guys didn't run into wrestling circles, or? Mm-mm. What about what about Askren? Yeah, Askren, cool. Were you? No, I was telling Shang before the you came on that I thought Ben Askren, if he would have came right from Bellator to the UFC, like in that time, he would have been a champion in the UFC. Oh. Uh, mm. I just think he was too. It was too much, and well, then I think that two years off the sport really hurt him. Yeah, for sure. So, I, yeah, I, I think that. Well, I mean, he he barely. It was a weird fight with Robbie Lawler. But that was after. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was, that was after. That was after. It was still weird. And then with uh, yeah, Street Jesus, a uh, starch team. No, that's what. That's his nickname. That is his nickname. So, what are your thoughts? He did starchy. He is. It was the fastest. I, mean, I want to hear Phil. I want to hear Phil's thoughts. Phil. Okay. Okay. Well, which one? On whether or not Ben Askren could have been champion pre one uh, FC Ben Askren. Uh, Ben Askren is an incredibly uh, strong, mentally strong, mentally strong person. He, he really is. Like, uh, I think if he had, um, you know, he he had he 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 paused after after college to do uh, a run at the Olympics. Um. And had he gone straight to mixed martial arts and devoted all of his time to that, we, you know, I think we would have got a completely different guy, a very, very well-rounded guy. But Ben, man, he's he's very dedicated. He's very dedicated. He's just, you know, uh, what I watch when I watch uh, Last Dance, what I gather from that is that Jordan wasn't liked by necessarily everyone. Uh, I think that's a probably a uh, no, an understatement. <laughs> yeah. The guys who liked him were mostly on his team, uh, and not everybody. <laughs> it was just just a couple of guys. You know what I'm saying? Um, not pipping all the time. Yeah. Not Rodman hardly at all. Um, not Horace Grant. What's that? Horace Grant hated him. 
not Horace Grant, you know. It, it, and um, Ben Askren could very well be that guy, but he's the type of strong personality that will sacrifice every relationship in his life to be freaking amazing at something. Right. You know, Ben, ben Askren, he, he just, he just, he's very strong. He's a very strong personality. And uh, like, I, I see that in him and I respect it. Like, I, I like him because of that. You like, you like him because of that? I think he stepped over the line a lot of times when he talks shit. Yeah, but that was, a, that was a later, that was a different Ben Askren. That was I know, ben that's the one I know. And I know that, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm you, telling you. See, he, you know, you know what I'm talking he about. Line, he stepped over the line a couple. Or Jorge, he stepped over the line a couple times. He that was, was a different guy. You and I, I would fight you in the street if you said that. It's like he said, if I see him at Whole Foods, I'm gonna piece him up. He was now, saying really dumb shit. Now Ben so, Askren said he signed the contract to grapple Dylan Dennis. Uh, who wins in that grappling match? Oh. So, by the way, uh, Shang, Dylan Dennis is Conor McGregor's jiu-jitsu coach who is, like, talking shit about – It's his coach, but it's also his training partner. Everybody in the world, he's, like, he's 2-0 in MMA, but his talking – but talking shit to John Jones. He's got some hot Instagram model who's naked. He's just – he's just, like, he's taking the – The hype machine? Is he – he's a hype machine and he's – We don't know yet because he only had two fights. And jiu-jitsu, he's really good. He's not elite – like, he lost to Gary Tonin three times. I would say he's elite. He lost to Jake Shields. He's better than – He didn't lose the, like, scrubs. Yeah, he lost to the best guys in jiu-jitsu. Um, but he got kicked out of Henzo Gracie's gym for being an asshole, I guess. Back in, or, or, no, from uh, Marcelo Garcia's chant. And, then, and he's, a, he's a guy who's always making – he's wearing these – he's constantly putting up pictures on Instagram and Facebook saying, I'm the best ever. Fuck everybody. You guys all suck. Sounds like a hype machine. Sounds like a hype machine to me. Uh, it sounds like it's he's gonna run into that one person and it's gonna be the end and that's <laughs> no you know because i think that they they can't really back up their shit after that man i think it, that look what happened with ben after it's like hype machine hype machine he wasn't like well ben ben has accomplished much more. I mean, he was like, he accomplished he, much he, more. Before. He was 19 and 0. I mean, this guy's 2 and 0. I know, I know. But what I'm saying is, when it came to the UFC, personally, he eked out the fight with Roller, a Lawler. I don't care what nobody says. He eked it out. It was an eke out. One no dominant. I didn't follow him. Anyway, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Dylan Dennis, Wean Dog? Um, I think he's good at jujitsu. And I think. Uh, if he's going against Ben Askren in a wrestling match, no, I think it's jujitsu, right? Is it jujitsu? It's jujitsu. Oh, then he's probably going to beat Ben Askren. Because you got to remember, Ben Askren's got that Wisconsin jujitsu. You know what I'm saying? That's a little bit different than uh, whatever voodoo Dylan Danish shit is doing. You know, it's a lot. It's a big yeah, that, different game. Worship voodoo shit he does. Yeah. It's a he different game, so I think Dylan Danis probably wins. Yeah, the game. You heard that, didn't you? He said Wisconsin jiu-jitsu. I, I understand yeah. what he's saying, but it's still high-level jiu-jitsu. I mean, it still, is for sure. Training with like the- but you minimized it by saying it like, you made it sound like, yeah, it's just that Wisconsin jiu-jitsu. But I understand what, what he's saying. That's, uh, like, what is that? Uh, that's uh, upper, upper New York jiu-jitsu. What is that? Albany jiu-jitsu. You made it sound so bad. 
I'm sorry, but I mean, that's the truth. You know, I don't know how many grandmaster black belts are in Wisconsin. So it makes it not high level because it's that. Well, that one guy from Bellator that like had brain damage, that guy that, you know what I'm talking about? He was like, he was like under Rafael Lovato Jr. I think he's like from Iowa or something. Yeah, he's like the best guy in the country. Yeah, so it doesn't matter if I mean, from Iowa. I don't think it matters. Yeah, I think it doesn't. I think it doesn't matter really. You could say Wisconsin; it could, they could be from wherever. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I understand what you're saying, though. But I think it's, anyway. Listen, uh, thank you, Phil Davis, for coming on the show. Shang, you make me laugh every. Yes. Uh, I can't. Think- feel, I, I, that's crazy. We've been agreeing more than we ever have before on fighters. Uh, absolutely, a wean dog. Thank you, man. Of course. Uh, you guys Wait, are no, you're insane, by the way. I just want you to know that. Oh, 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 I know. Trust me. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Take care. All right. Tune in to Hook Jim Dorpotlan. Tadas Totan Dorpotamoro. Tadas.